Hello! Don't forget that if you would like to be a guest on the podcast, have your music featured on an episode, or just want to follow us for all our latest happenings, you can find us on Twitter at MBB Podcast, Instagram at Men Behaving Badly, and on Facebook. And if you haven't already, please subscribe to the podcast on iTunes so that you can download and listen to us whenever you like. And of course, please drink responsibly. Thank you. Ready, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, and welcome to episode 27 of Men Behaving Badly, and it's time to do the Cannonball Run. Oh, shit. Here we go. <laughs> Cannonball! Cannonball! As, <laughs> as always, I'm joined by Tom. Hi, everyone. And by Ashley. Hello. And uh, if you've been living under a rock or, you know... Magic rock. Magic oh! rock. Um, yeah, so uh, if you haven't been following us on Twitter or you don't know what the haps are, we are doing the Cannonball Run. What is the Cannonball Run, you ask? Well, it is doing all four of the now available Cannonball beers from Magic Rock Brewing, uh, which is the original Cannonball, uh, which is the single IPA, uh, the Human Cannonball, which is the double IPA, the Neo Human Cannonball, the new one from Magic Rock, I believe, this year, which is the New England uh, double IPA and the Unhuman Cannonball, which is the triple IPA. Boys, are you excited or are you nervous? Or I'm, are you both? I'm quite giddy. I've been looking forward to this. It's because you've had so two beers already. I've already so. had <laughs> stupidly. I've had a couple of pints already. So um, no, I'm I'm I, I've never really felt nervous about it. Just like pretty yeah, pretty excited. Yeah. I'm shitting myself. I don't want to do this. Fundamentally, I don't want to do it. <laughs> I ate a lot of plain rice. Yeah, I had quite in. a big lunch. I've had a fair bit of bread. Quite a bit of dinner, and then I've just panicked because I hadn't eaten for a couple of hours, so I've of half a pepperoni slice. <laughs> <laughs> Which was beautifully given to you by yours truly. Thank uh, you, Mark. I yeah. do appreciate it. No problem. I mean, it takes, a, it takes a lot to give up a man for get, to give up his pepperoni, pepperoni slice. <laughs> no, he's got Mars bars. I've got my Mars bars. I'm fine. <laughs> right. Let's get to it, boys. Yeah, Let's crack open the first one, as chosen by our followers on Twitter, um, who have been very nice to us in terms of what, we, uh, what we're going to do. We're going to start with the traditional cannonball. <laughs> <laughs> a good, uh, I couldn't resist. A replica of the theme tune, though. Um, so. Oh, I nearly poured it in the wrong glass. Now, am I right in saying that none of us have had this? I have, before? on tap at the Freemasons, and I had one pint and... A little bit drunk. Oh, see, we knew. Good. We knew Tom was going to already have Good. this one. But you haven't had the other three, have you, Tom? No. 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 Uh, nearly had the Neo-Human by mistake. Because, um, oh, yes. as I'll come on to a bit later, I had a few beers in Kendall. One of the guys had bought the Neo-Human and poured me it. And I was like, no, I can't. I've got to wait till today. <laughs> wait till today. So, um, yeah. But no, I've had this before on, on tap and it was ve- it was delightful. Beautiful. Absolutely. It smells it just fucking delicious. delicious, isn't it? Yeah, it looks it looks absolutely beautiful. Smells Top. delicious. Um, what magic rock have you had? Because we've had the salty kiss. Um, we've oh names are going to escape um, now. We've obviously had the the sort of the gateway dark beer on the 
yeah, crossover with yes. Black um, Betty. Black Betty, that was it. Yeah. Black Betty. Um, what was that? I think the I've Magic had Rock one. Yeah, that was. Yeah, I think I've definitely had more of the Phantasma. There it is. I think I've had Phantasma. I can't remember it. Possibly. Yeah. What's the um, red and black labelling one? Um, that's the one I bought to that house party that one time. You remember I bought all those yes, bits? Yes, I, I do. That was a Magic Rock, but I can't remember what one that was. Yeah. Um, but I've had that one. Now I remember that being really nice. Nice. Um, so let's get cracking, boys. Cheers. 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 So, I mean, the nose is just absolutely yeah. delightful. It's it, everything you really want in terms of an IPA nose, I would say. I, I'm really, really pleased. It, it doesn't drink anywhere near 7.4 for me. I think it's it's still a stronger IPA, but it's it, I'm not feeling a 7.4%. It's quite That's... a light body, bit of carbonation, good hoppy flavour, but not big alcohol. It's... That's smashable, that is. So yeah, I think... Absolutely. I, I think we're off to a good... We're off to a good start. We can get onto a bit of a, we are, which a is, sprint here. Which is also worrying, obviously. Because, yeah, you uh, could neck this, can you? It um, doesn't drink 7.4, but you've got to remember that it is 7.4. Just an incredible drinkable yeah. 7.4%, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, really, really good level of hopperness. Like, mm. enough to really sort of, to know it's there and to like a good burst of like that hopping and bitterness. But it's not, um, not overpowering, but it's not too subtle for a 7.4 either. So it's... It's really nice, clean tasting as well. Yeah. Sort of. Yeah. Yeah. Really good balance of all that. Um, like I said, the level of carbonation as well is good. It is. You know, and, and these have been chilling all day. <clears throat> they have. Um, yeah. You know, Mark dropped them off to me at around eight this morning, and we're now, you know, <laughs> twelve hours well, over twelve hours yeah. ahead of that. But um, they've been chilling all day, and I think that that first, that first sort of glug was a really chilled, refreshing, fizzy. Really hoppy treat. I'm glad. I'm glad it was refreshing because I know Tom's already had a couple of pints before this, but um, you know this is this is the first pint of the day for me, and you know hard Friday. You know we've been moving boxes as well. Yeah, I've been painting a room. Yeah, you've been been... right piss assing about all day. I've been up in the loft. Jesus Christ, trying to single handedly shift a microwave into a loft. (laughs) (laughs) Ever done that? No, me. After that, you just have a beer. Um, and yeah, no, that's absolutely spot yeah, on. That isn't absolutely it? works. Fun fact: I've never been in a loft. <laughs> there you go. There's a, there's a fun fact for you. I have <laughs> never in my life been, been in a loft. loft. I mean, you say fun fact. It, half of that's true. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's a fact. It is fun. No. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, never been in a loft. Never been in a loft. I love going in our loft. Yeah. Oh, I do quite like going love in the loft it. as well. I love going in the loft. The problem is every house that I've had has just been... It, the loft is awkwardly positioned right at the top, right of, the the top of the house. house. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's never on the second floor. Oh, oh. Right at the top of the stairs. <laughs> I was trying to say. So, yeah, it's always that awkward thing of having to put the ladder right at the top yeah, of the bloody yeah, yeah. stairs. And you're thinking... And, yeah, no different when moving into my girlfriend's house. It's just literally right there. With the There's not a pull-out ladder. Stair- no. All right. No one has a pull-out. I thought that was an American thing. It's an American thing. I think if it was above the stairs, that they'd have a ladder going out away from the stairs. Yeah, but it's, so surely, it's, to... not, it's not above the stairs, is it? It's, it's, at, well, it's, on the, it's above top. the landing. Yeah, the top yeah, of yeah, yeah. Fell, like, you know, oh, yeah. yeah. But if you fall off a ladder, you're not having a great time anyway, whether you go down the stairs or not. No. So we, we, we might have to take this into your loft, Tom. <laughs> take this whole episode into your loft, just so I can tick it off the list. <laughs> <laughs> I'm taking well, you up there. When we, when we go live, <laughs> oh, we'll show Mark going up into a loft for the first time ever. 
<laughs> We're taking ourselves to lofty heights here on... Uh... Well, for you guys, going back to the bit, yeah. uh, is your first uh, taste of Cannonball? Yeah. Is it kind of what you expected? Is it sort of... I didn't know what to expect. So no. I think in many ways, I'm pleasantly surprised. And I, I know that all of the other podcasts that I've listened to that have done the Cannonball Run have all really enjoyed it. I know that the sort of the reviews of this are pretty universally positive. So, you know, I, I was expecting a good beer, um, but I think that that first taste of it has got me right into gear for for doing the rest of them. Absolutely, you know, yeah. as, as starts go, that's a belter. So, perfect I think, start. Yeah, you know, I, th- I think that when when that came out as the first beer, I think Steve from Beer O'Clock said that everyone's been pretty <coughs> kind to us. Definitely, and that feels like a good place to enter into. The, the mad shit yeah. <laughs> it's coming later on yeah. I mean as as mean as people could be I think most people on our Twitter just wanted us to have the perfect run so you know thanks for everyone who voted for us to have that first thank you very much for that absolutely no I think that's absolutely spot on and I think it's about it I mean having it on I can't it's been a while since I had it on tap mm. I was going to say that yeah, was the night I met um, Future Tom oh yeah <laughs> Three Masons, yeah yeah Oh, I mean, you can explain what Future Tom because yeah. two two other people know what Future Tom is, and we're both here. So, <laughs> so Future Tom is a guy that decides. I I got a pint of Cannonball on my own. Don't know why I was on my own. The three Masons fancied a beer. That's happened quite a lot. Yeah, yeah. Worrying him, a sad bloke, aren't I? Um, You've got a wife. <laughs> <laughs> I think Becky was away at this point. I don't okay. think I've just gone to the pub rather than going home. Anyway, um, <laughs> so I've got a three Masons. Saw Cannonball tap bomb. Had it. Mm-hmm. Um, sat down, and yeah, this guy just sat next to me. Uh, he's like, fancy? Do you, I won't talk to you. It's fine. I was like, I don't mind. I'm just just sitting. So we got. I won't talk <laughs> yeah, to I you. It's a bit like you thought that I was not going to like him sitting opposite me. Yeah. Right. I was like, no, it's okay. And, like, and you'd have said, it's all right. I won't hear you. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, um, yeah, I just got chatting to him, and then he was just like, oh, so what's your name then, mate? And he was like, I was like Tom, and he was like, fuck off. My name's Tom as well. Was he and, Australian? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> So, um, yeah, so it turned out he was called Tom and he liked a beer as well and told him about the podcast and he he um, he put it down on his on his notes on his phone. All right. So if but you're it listening... Took, it took a while for me. I was like, yeah, it's men behaving badly. And he was like, men, men, beer, what now? But men, be, what are you doing badly? And it was like, it took me about four Podcasting times. Podcasting is what saying, we're doing badly. <laughs> <laughs> two or four times, say, to get it. But yeah. like, whether he's ever listened, so Tom... Future. If you're listening, future this, Tom, this one's for you. Future yeah. Tom, this one's for you. Yeah, you're listening. I hope you enjoyed in the your. You had like quite a strong Belgian beer, from what I remember. Yeah, uh, yeah. the V beer. You can get it in. Uh, I think you can get it in Tesco or Sainsbury's as well. All right, yeah. it's called Not the V beer. Quite strong, and he seems to like that. So Tom, I hope you got a bottle of that in your hand. Enjoy. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll, I'll yeah. see you. Uh, see you when I'm you. <laughs> <laughs> You That's the happiest beer. thing I've ever heard. <laughs> so, um, yeah. Final thoughts on the beer before we descend <laughs> we into so madness. you already. Like, well, yeah. I'm just excited. No, I think that's that's absolutely top. Um, how long in are we? Just we, over 10 minutes? Yeah, just over 10 yeah. minutes. Just over 10 minutes. So, you know, beer down, 10 minutes. Right, we'll be we'll be done in another half an hour. <laughs> You've uh, yeah, we've really got one eye on the clock for this one, haven't we? But um, I feel the more we have, 
the longer the conversations are going to be. Yeah, and the sillier it's going to get. We've already so. started pretty silly. Yeah, we talked about lofts and future... <laughs> future future use. Yeah. yeah, We really haven't spoken about the beer at all. No. Compared to loft talk. But there it is. It's a nice... No, I think it's, a, I think it's a cracking beer. Yeah, it's um, fantastic. And thank God this, this beer isn't annual release. <laughs> we can have it whenever yeah. we want. <laughs> Agreed. And yeah, um, just, just reiterating your point. Oh, I was going back to my point. I did have a point. Oh, you had before, a point. Sorry, yeah. It's been a while since I've had it um, on tap, so, but having it from the can and on tap, it doesn't seem like there's you know, too much of a difference. I think that they've both just come out really, really well. Like yeah. Just top beers, tasting beautiful, nothing nothing bad about it. Um, and, you know, to me, tasting similar. Um, but... Yeah, high just high quality, and I know I think some other podcast podcast <coughs> I said this is the best Cannonball's tasted for quite a while. I wouldn't know because you know I'm consistently drunk it, but I mean it's spot it's pretty on, sweet it? out of yeah, the can today, isn't it? And I think with it having had you know seven eight minutes sat in the glass to to slightly warm, but also to lose some of that carbonation, I think the the body of it is getting slightly heavier, mm. but still not to the extent of a 7.4. I think no. we're still we're still not rocking up with that kind of level. Where do you think you'd place it? I think I'd have it l- low to mid six. So yeah. it was six point, between 6.2 and 6.5. Yeah. I, think it See, I, I, think... was, I was going to say mid five, maybe to six. Right. Maybe, maybe a six, yeah. I think as I've got through it, it's getting heavier. Oh, it's got heavier. I, I would have... I think as you first take the sip, I think you're surprised that it's not... Because it is so refreshing and so clean and so, so tasty. Yeah. Like, you wouldn't put it about 7.4. No. But as I have then took my next few mouthfuls and I got halfway down, for me, it's it's got more and more of the 7. So, as it, it, I think originally, I would have, yeah, I would have maybe said 6, 6.5. But even just the next few gulps, I've sort of gone, yeah, actually... That probably is a seven point seven point four. It tastes, yeah. There is a bit of booziness there. Well, that's our entry level beer in yeah. Yeah. Cannonball. Shit, fabulous. Shit. Um, just a quick shout out as well to the uh, people who have supplied these beers. So the mm. uh, Cannonball that we have just had was supplied by Beer Wolf. Uh, thank you very much to to you guys at Beer Wolf. Um, the Human and Unhuman Cannonball were supplied by Ales by Mail. Uh, thank you very much. And um, the Neo would have been supplied by Ales by Mel, but it was so popular and it just went within 15 minutes. Oh, yeah. Unbelievable how quickly um, how quickly <coughs> that went. So, uh, But yeah, for the human and unhuman, thank you very much, Ales by Mel. Ashley's just spilt water all over his phone. What a mate. Uh, well, so where did you get Neo from then? Neo was from the Magic Rock uh, website itself. Oh, okay. Lovely. So thank you to Magic Cheers, Rock, Magic Rock. <laughs> for that. Neo's from the Matrix. Thanks. Cheers for that. <laughs> That was... <laughs> That's the first episode of our movie podcast. <laughs> <laughs> the Matrix was a film. Well, that would be just taking the piss, wouldn't it, if we did that? We are doing that. Our next episode is... We're just going to review films. Not in the same way that Beer O'Clock do. We're not talking about beers over films. It's going to be a strict it. film review. No bit of content okay. whatsoever. Ah, right. oh, fair. Yeah. What are we reviewing? Is it actually, while, whilst we're watching it, we'll be eating a carvery? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We'll just roll them all into one, except for the bit. Yeah. Uh, we're going to do Top Gun. We're going to review Top Gun. Because I think people are crying out for our take. <laughs> you know Top what? Gun. I've never watched Top Gun. 
No, I haven't. Oh, I dressed up as Goose and. Uh, never watched, watched it. it. Have you ever no. never watched? No. We've never watched Top Gun. I've never watched Top Gun. I think we're gonna have to watch Top Gun together yeah. And, yeah. and drink some beer. Oh, well, after we've done We'll go live on Twitter just uh, watching Top Gun. Just stream the whole film and get shut down by copyright. <laughs> right. So, should we? Do you want to pour the Neo? Get started on it, and then do our um, what we've been doing the last couple of weeks. Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> what? No, I was just going to say let's just do what we let's do our what we've had in the last couple of weeks, and then crack open the neon. Go yeah, take it fresh out of the can. We don't want it. Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. Afterwards. I'm saying that's not fresh out of the can because oh, he means taste first taste. taste first and then taste talk. it, and then talk about yeah, it. Yeah, I'm with Tom. All first right, taste. No, no, okay, no, now, 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 now we know what you're talking about. That was my favourite response. <laughs> No. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've started being a little bit more. Uh, oh, I thought we were trying to do it coordinated every time. Sorry, right. right. well, I'll wait for Mark. Mark. I'll wait for Mark. You, you two coordinate. I'm gonna pour. Sorry, I'm very bad at coordinating this. One. Oh shit! Can't get my nails in. <laughs> One, two, three. That was pretty good, actually. Except mine didn't actually go. That was oh, just absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't impressive, get it. Uh... Yeah, that for the one that was incredible. Yeah. So this is the neo human cannonball and that we're having now. Yeah. Again, voted by the good people of Twitter straight. as our second. So this is the brand new one. Yeah. From Magic and Rock, straight Brewing. from the pour. You're seeing that juice. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Straight out of the nine point two. Um. Jesus Christ! I'm going to take a picture because that is the first time on this podcast I've had. A pint glass with liquid up to the top. <laughs> normally, <laughs> normally we've got a pint glass with like a token yeah, yeah, yeah. in the bottom. So it, it's sort of concerning, but also quite exciting. This might sound like a bit of a silly thing to say, but obviously we say a lot of silly things about beer we do. on this <clears> podcast. <throat> but the fact that the neo-human and the human are both 9.2, I mean, how have the... Because I'm not, I'm not sure how, obviously, I know how the process works, but I don't know in terms of getting the percentage. How has that come about, that they're this, exactly the same percentage? Is, I don't know if either of you guys... Are you, yeah. like, you mean in terms of one being a New England and one being a double? Exactly, yeah. It's, um, well, no, because the New England is a double. Yeah, the New, yeah, England, but, New England is a double, yeah. It, they're both doubles. They're both but double. however, oh, sorry, yes, it is. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. I didn't look, <laughs> look at the camp properly there. So the, how, the yeah. sort of NE and presumed NE IPA. So um, obviously they've had to do a slightly different process, but I'm guessing that hasn't affected the ABV. Well, obviously it hasn't affected the ABV well, because I don't know how um, similar. So I, well, well, we'll find out. Similar. So here we go. Here we go. It's showing yeah. up like the difference between a New England double and a and a human. Um, just I mean, yeah, I'm looking at oh Tom. It's got Chinook. <laughs> no. <laughs> Wait, did the cannonball have Chinook? Hang on. If it's got Chinook in, then I'm fucked, and they're like... Well, you said you Well, you also hurt. didn't know, so... Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> it can't be that bad. We're not fucked. Um, no it says can- hops. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Where's I like this? that it says cryo hops. I mean, I'm assuming that's just the you know the company they got them from, but... Cryo. That's, that's a really cryo. good name. It's such a yeah. great word, cryo. isn't it? Cryogenic. Cryo. So futuristic. That's the only word I know that begins with cryogenic. Yeah. That's the only... Yeah, it's basically... It. Yeah, that's it. Sounds, it, yeah. it sounds futuristic, doesn't it? Yeah. Um, I, to answer your question, Mark, I'm not sure. No. With them both being doubles, but I, I guess it's the, the, the New England's going to be a different, different taste, different style, different... Yeah. Um, I don't know. Well, we've lost the we've lost the head pretty 
quickly. That even it's smells like a couple of minutes. Yeah, yeah. Smell, yeah. The, the smell of that is, is a juicy smell. Pure juice. Oh this is actually. It looks so good. As thick as you like as well, isn't so it? It is, yeah. You can't so see, completely you can't no see anything through that. No. Absolutely wonderful. But. Uh, apologies if you hear any rumbling phones as well. Um, in fact, it's you I guys. Am, it's me. I, sorry, <laughs> yeah. I, I literally Twitter, just no, 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 tweeted. No, you guys. It's, yeah, it's, the, it's, oh, it's you, the on, you there on Twitter. Yeah, yeah that, was you're, uh, that was me literally getting a tweet uh, from Pete. Uh, Pete saying. At Hops and Hoops. Saying that he left the Neo-Human out of his um, cannibal run the other weekend. So he's tucking into it now. So actually, we're drinking the Neo-Human at exactly the same time, Pete. So, Pete, well, this, Pete, this for you, cheers mate. for you. Cheers, cheers to Pete. Cheers. Cheers. Absolutely so, fantastic. I'm looking forward to this one. So, what are your first impressions, boys? I'm going to let you uh, have a little sip while I fill the silence with talk. Oh, my God, it tastes like juice. Does it taste like juice? That's, it's thick as well. It's got really... Thick. Yeah. Really thick. That does not... If I... Right. If I blind tested... Jesus, Cannibal and Neo-Human, I would have said Cannibal was more alcoholic. Had more bigger, low, bigger higher ABV. ABV. Yeah, that tastes nowhere near nine point two. Maybe, yeah. Is it nine point two? I'll be interested yeah. to see when we get further down this if that's still the same. I think I agree with you for now, but I. Yeah, it could. Feeling, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I had with the cannonball, where yeah. it's got it, you just felt it get a bit thicker. But that's what I saw. That's what I normally find with with those sort of really juicy beers. The, that first initial really cold hit is exactly what you're after. But then sometimes when you're getting down to those last four or five sips at the bottom where it's a little bit warm from your hand and it's sat there and it's lost whatever carbonation it had, and you, I sometimes find those a bit of a grind to get yeah. through towards yeah. the bottom, the last little dregs, which has never been a problem for us because obviously we only have little sure. like third of a can tasters. But this time, yeah. It'll be interesting to see how this one is at the bottom, but at the top it's... Yeah, absolutely spot on again. It is. You know, it's just it's just delightful. I'm, it's I'm got that say, this really nice. Fucking. Sorry, no, I was just going to say this is fucking unbelievable. <laughs> this is, it's this good. is so good. It's good. My it's got goodness. a lovely sort of like the fruity flavours really coat the mouth nicely. The aftertaste mm. is so good. It just sort of sits there and sort of mellows in your mouth, and it's just so. And like, it hangs on. It's re- actually it's a really yeah. nice. Aftertaste. A thickness sometimes can be quite off-putting with a beer, but with this, it's absolutely doing the trick for me. It's it's so so nice, and yeah, that thickness just really adds to the texture of it. And I think it it feels, the way it dissipates as it well. It feels oh, like so we're hitting that territory up around nine point two where it is. I don't. Again, I think it. I think this drinks closer to what it I is than it's, it's the closer to what yeah. it is. Definitely, it's closer to what it is. I'd still say it's just below. I think I know that it's not just a flat IPA. It's clearly, you know, the sort of increased strength of a, a dipper or something. So yeah. I think it, I'd probably put it in the eights. But again, reasonably light-ish body, um, despite how thick it is, it actually drinks pretty smooth. and It's uh, smooth, but I, I get the thickness, personally. Yeah. I think it is smooth. Uh, I think, there's a, I think there's a smoothness once it hits like the back of the throat and goes, and goes down from there. Um, the first taste that you get is instantly that really thick, really juicy um, flavour. Thick juiciness, through. isn't it? Yeah. Beautiful. Like yeah. sort of mangoes, maybe a bit of pineapple. And then the mango. Al- yeah, <laughs> and then the alcohol. Citrus, orange. Then the alcohol yeah. comes out and uh, and that's when it kind of dissipates down the back of the throat. So so you're, getting no, you're not getting the chinook? 
You're not off put by any chinook in their time. Uh, the chinook can stay. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't. Yeah, I don't know how much of the chinook. No, I um. Well, there's a the, like the citra really. No, that's that's definitely. You can definitely identify that. Um, no, I'm not picking up the 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 type of bitterness that I've I feel like I'm attributed to a chinook, but. <laughs> This is Chinook in a very, very different yeah. style of beer that I've had before. Yeah. Agreed. So I don't think it's, it probably isn't a fair reflection. Um, All right, should we anyway, talk about our talk last about few weeks? Yeah, yeah, let's. Can I volunteer to go first? Go yes, for it, mate. Yeah, you've, got, you've got some beers to talk I've about. I've got some beers this time. Finally. It's not, it's not Vinto. Yeah. But also, I'm conscious of the time, and we did say we'd go live in 15 minutes. Yes, we're going to go live in 15 minutes. So. I, I just thought I'd go first, get yeah. out of the way, yeah, and then yeah, we, yeah, yeah. we can go. Uh, so. You know, something reasonably big that's happened in between last recording and now. My fucking birthday. Happy birthday. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. 28. Don't look it. I know. I know. You don't look a day over 27. Still get ID'd for everything. (laughs) I was going to say cigarettes, but I don't smoke, so I probably would get. You're so close to that beard. So close. Yeah. You're going well, mate. Keep going. Keep going. This is three oh, that months. Four, four, <laughs> I think it's in four weeks. Three, 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 you let it go to grow. You let it grow for three years. You might. Well, I'm letting it go grow. To. I'm letting it grow, mate. I'm letting it grow. Um, so obviously, because it was my birthday, I had beers. Because that's what you do. That's what you do. On your birthday. We had some Chinese tapas. Oh, Chinese tapas. Nice. Chinese tapas. Yeah, there's a well, place in Market Harbour uh, called <laughs> can't really Taste Social. Oh, uh, yes. And what they do is, you know, little bite-sized plates, but of Chinese food. And they serve Hoppy Pale. And they serve Hoppy Pale from Margaret Harbour, which yeah. I did ask for, and they said no, they've run out. <gasps> oh, which was especially awkward because you know who was in there at the time? The Ivan from Margaret Harbour. <laughs> <laughs> no way. Ivan. We could do your shout with him. Go down the road. Go down the road. Get <laughs> yeah. some fucking Ivan. <laughs> so yeah, Ivan from MH Brew was in there at the time uh, where they didn't have any Margaret Harbour Brewery, but um, had something else, which actually I haven't tapped in. Yeah. But. I also can't remember what it is, so fuck it. <laughs> black sheep? It might have been. No, I wouldn't have gone for the black sheep. No, no you wouldn't have. I no. wouldn't have gone for it. It would have been some pale ale. Okay. Anyway, uh, lunchtime on my birthday, because it was my birthday, went out for a few drinks. <laughs> was it your birthday? Yeah. Yeah, it was your yeah, birthday. Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Day of my birth. Didn't know you made the point. The day you were born. The day I was. The day I popped. <laughs> popped. I'll leave it there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the day you popped. Oh my God. Um, wow. So yeah, went out for a few drinks with um, my family. They'd literally come back from holiday the day before, so nice of them to pop over and, and say hello. Um, they also they bought us a barbecue, which is sick. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I think I posted a couple of pictures on our Twitter at the barbecue. Built that myself, single-handed. Well done. Took a day off work, sat at home, I've built seen a it. fucking Pretty barbecue. It yeah, yeah. Class. Um, I was expecting the Homer Simpson. <laughs> That's one mighty fine barbecue kid. Why does a mine look like that? Um, so we went for yeah. a few beers, went to Freemasons for some good food. I had some lovely uh, chicken wings there. Oh my God. Oh, Masons do good I haven't food. had chicken wings in so long, but they were amazing. Yeah. But beers is what we're here to talk about. Um, <laughs> so I started off with the Juice Box Citrus IPA from Four Pure, uh, 5.9. Didn't realise at the time. Might lie to you. Um, I thought it was less than that because I thought this is the first of a few, so <laughs> we'll just go for a nice little citrus IPA. But that was five point nine. Oh. 
That was actually, that was really good. It was spot, because it was a really hot day. It was a really, really hot day. And we were sat inside and it was a bit stuffy inside. But um, that was absolutely spot on. Mm. I got my brother the Juice Springsteen. Uh, exactly for that reason. Yeah, exactly for that reason. Simon, an uh, avid listener of MDB. And I, I'm afraid I can't tell you who made that because I didn't check it in because I didn't have it. That's right. But I did sample it and it was really nice. Oh, cool. Um, I then had a paddle, uh, which is a raspberry gozer from Wonder Beyond. I see there's nice. been a bit of back and forth between us and a couple of people about Wonder Beyond recently mm-hmm. with the. Um, the mini milkshake and the milkshake and, and the all of that. beautiful mini milkshake yeah. exactly so you know there's clearly some good stuff across the board coming out from from wonder beyond because that was really good actually really tasty it wasn't what i expected because it wasn't a sweet raspberry it was actually quite a sharp subtle raspberry flavor yeah with the the sour goes a hit so that was really good um the next thing i've got checked in is after the chinese tapas we went back to the freemasons because that's what we do. <laughs> we each had a bit of bloody L. We did. Didn't half we? From Beaver Town. Yeah. yeah, we had a half of the bloody L. On tap, wasn't it? It was on tap. Yeah, and it was tasting really good. It was tasting it was really, good. really good. It was really yeah, good. Yeah, spot on. I think I suffered a little bit from having had a lot of Chinese tapas. Yeah. So it was kind of sat on top of all my Chinese tapas. So I was I was nursing it quite heavily. Yeah, but, you were actually. It's a long time during the half pint, but it was working it was my good. way through it. it but was it good. was, it was tasting really, really good. Um, fast forward a few days, obviously mentioned around building a barbecue. Uh, we had a nice hot day last Thursday, I think. Yeah. Uh, built a barbecue, cracked open a twisted grapefruit IPA from Bellhaven, straight oh, out of the fridge. It was absolutely good. immense. Yeah, it was absolutely immense. I've had another one of theirs. I think I've had the mango one of theirs, but this, that blew it out of the water. Yeah. The grapefruit one was absolutely... Actually, the mango one I've had, which I really liked. <clears throat> the mango one's really good. Yeah. The grapefruit one was Not just yeah. top. Yeah. On that hot day, building a barbecue, oh. you know, I was sat on my deck in, shirt off, little bit of sweat, <laughs> dripping down. It was like a Diet Coke advert. Oh. You should have seen oh. me. Oh. Oh, Cracking open this can, and there's like condensation <laughs> flying around. <laughs> I don't want you. <laughs> Drink a bit of it, pour a bit over myself. <laughs> Flick my hair. Hang back on, he and never forth. poured the diet coke over himself. He used the side of the can. To, why do I know? Oh, that's my so, imagination. Yeah. And then you had all oh. the bees on your head because oh, it, sticky. Yeah, really, yeah. really sticky. But you know, I'm fine with that. Uh, that's a really, really good beer. I then had the um, uh, DDH Pale Simcoe Centennial from Cloudwater. Oh yeah, uh, I think you might have had a bit of that as well. Yeah. I think I gave you a taste of it. I think I, I might have had that on the, house, when I went to that. I don't know why. Cloud water were... takeover as well. I might have had some of that. Yeah. I can't remember if it was on, but uh, I think I, I, d- I did it. have it. Did have yeah, it, yeah, I think I cracked it that night. Nice. That I built the barbecue yeah. because my wife was in Ibiza, so I think you came over. Yeah, I did. So I had and the I chinic, cracked that. You had the chinic to test it. Yeah, and you still don't know. And that was that was bang on. You know, five and a half percent. So actually. Still a fair bit of strength to it, but that no, was absolutely bang on. Um, back at Freemasons again. This is when we, because we, on that Thursday night, we went to Freemasons. We did, didn't we? Because that's time. what we do. Me, With you, Juki. and Juki. Um, I had a beatbox from Tiny Rebel, um, which I actually thought I would like <clears throat> more than I did. I think I was expecting, because they described it as a, a pale ale, but 
it actually was coming out reasonably not dark but you know it was a lot it was a darker shade than i was expecting um and it did have a bit of that bitterness that, that goes along with that so it, it was good but it wasn't the beer that i was expecting so felt a little bit cheated <laughs> i was about something else but i don't know what that was that i had when we were out uh, I can't remember. um and then more cans just sat in my house on my own uh while the wife was away the mice will drink beer the mice will ipa that doesn't work um <laughs> because people uh, people bought me beers for my birthday which is just unbelievably generous of them you know mm. um actually so a strange thing happened okay I after I built the barbecue, I walked into my house, <laughs> and there was a bag on my uh, dining room table. All right. So I looked at the bag, and the bag said across it, "Happy birthday from Tom and Becky." Yeah. And um, I texted Tom <laughs> because I hadn't seen this bag before. So I said to him, "At what point today have you been in my house?" <laughs> And why didn't you say anything to me? Why are you really? <laughs> but actually, as it turned out, he dropped the bag off yesterday, the day before, with my wife. Yeah, she'd left it there, and I'm clearly just so ignorant. Yeah. I hadn't seen it for an. I did confuse you, though, didn't I? You By really saying, confused me this morning. Bit, yeah. This like, morning, how? and I was like, "Well, Duke left me, in, let me in." <laughs> yeah, obviously, you know, I didn't fall for that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but when obviously, you said this morning, I, I did question it because there was a point where I was upstairs and I thought maybe while I was upstairs he snuck in and snuck in and put him in there but I still think you'd have said hello yes anyway anyway um so among the beers that I've been purchased I don't I can't remember which ones you bought me and which ones someone else bought me um but I've recently had the go-to IPA from Stone um which was absolutely that was tasting great um in hindsight, I wish I'd have given it a higher score and untapped. I gave it a 3.75, but looking back, I think I should have given it something, at least a four, because that was everything I wanted. Four and a half percent, bang on, hoppiness, you know, great, great beer. Followed that up with the Scorcher IPA from Brooklyn. Um, I'd only ever had the lager from Brooklyn, so I wasn't mm. really sure what I was expecting. But actually, Scorcher's solid good. beer. Yeah, solid beer. I didn't like it as much as the Stone. Uh, didn't quite have that level of, of hops that I was looking for. Um, and then the other night, I treated myself to a Citra Sunshine Slacker. I'd been out, mowed the lawn, um, sorted some other stuff in the garden. I know you did bring that one, and I was really <laughs> appreciative because that's a great beer. I did give that a four, actually. Woo, uh, is, that, yes. uh, is that Evil Twin? It is Evil Twin, Evil Twin. yeah. And it, it's just... Uh, Reddest thing. It's just oh, a, <laughs> a great beer. You know, it's one of those that you're glad it's in such a big can. Yeah. Because um, some of the other cans I've had on there are you sort of three thirties, but that is a I think that's a four forty, um, and you're really glad of it because it's a great beer and I really like it. Um, and I think that's me because mm. it was my birthday. But yeah, cool. I mean, we're kind of glad that these are in uh, three of these are in big cans, like five hundred mil cans. I'm I'm glad that these are anyway but, uh... well now I've stopped talking I can catch up on drinking um, we've had a review of the Neo oh um, we have I just read that from, from Pete, Pete. Yeah, go yeah, ahead. Yeah. Yep. Um, so we're running through it 
he said a good any dipper, huge tropical fruit salad aromas and flavours, and a bit of bitterness to finish, but something setting my teeth off. I don't know if that's a kind of sweetness, if that's a... Hmm. I don't know. Is that a Neo? That's Neo, isn't it? Neo, you yeah. know, how is it going? Well, as we run into half past, how are, how are we feeling after sort of letting it... You've let yours sit for fucking ages. Ages, obviously. ages. And actually, I don't think mine's changed a huge amount. No, I don't think mine has. And I think I agree with Pete, pretty much other than the teeth. Like, I'm just... Look, you know, obviously, I'm just rattling my teeth around now, so... But, um... No, I th- I uh, I totally agree with Pete. Um, prior to the teeth comment, that um, no, it's absolutely fantastic. It's I'm, beautiful. I'm it's absolutely a beautiful. Big fan of this. Actually, I really like that level of booziness as well. Like, it's not got a, like a, it's not a burn as I've heard people call it. And yeah. like, it's not sort of, it's so boozy you think actually, you know, it's a bit too much. It's just got a really nice level where it's almost, it's just. It's alcoholic enough to be like, yeah, this is a big bit. Yeah. But you don't feel like it's so big that it's going to get you like really pissed up. Tropical is the probably the perfect word yeah. in terms of the fruit yeah, flavour that's coming through. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Feels like it's got a lot of different um, flavours going on. Beautiful. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. Like uh, you said tropical fruit salad aromas. I don't remember the last time I had a fruit. Have I ever had a fruit salad? I don't salad? think I've, I've probably not had a fruit salad in a long time. Yeah. Do we mean the sweet? No, not the sweet. Oh, an actual fruit salad. Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> See, that's that's how my mind works. Since you say fruit salad, I'm thinking of the sweet. Yeah. Rather than, Rather than actual, actual fruit salad. Yeah. No, fuck that. Tropical, what would you even put in a tropical fruit salad? Pineapple, I guess. Mango. Pineapple, mango, mango. Guava, yeah. papaya. Guava, guava. Oh, what a fucking fruit. <laughs> yeah. What a fruit that it's is. It's my favourite sounding fruit. Oh, guava. Are there, are there any, guava. Are there any guava beers out there? Oh, fucking oak salad. We need some guava beers. Yeah. 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 yeah, get a guava beer. This is going down beautifully. Yeah, it's so fucking good. So um, brilliant. Well, it's twenty-one twenty-nine and fifty seconds. Well, so let's do it. Let's, let's do go it. live. We are about to go live on Twitter. I don't. Well, I mean, we've not tested this before. So no, so we'll we'll, we'll see how long we'll we can go. I couldn't see any limit on Twitter live. So, fine. Uh, what are you doing? Just, let me know. Just, pause just give me a nod when. For now. I think apparently, apparently we're live. Are we? Are we? We're live now. Yeah, you are right. live. It's okay, well, screen. Hello. Yeah. Do you need to turn the light on? Stick, stick the light on, Mark. Hey, how's the lighting? Stick the light on. Stick yeah, we'll the light on. Stick the light on. That's done nothing. Hello. Hello. And welcome to episode 27 of Men Behaving Badly. We are live on Twitter doing the Cannonball Run 2018. We have already had the original Cannonball, and we are currently beautifully sipping on the Neo-Human Cannonball. <laughs> <laughs> I had to look... I, oh, Amazing. I had to look. Brilliant. Um, it's absolutely fantastic, isn't it, the Neo-Human? It's very good, so as we've just been discussing on the podcast. So, so uh, good. No, beautiful beer. Fruity, tropical, little bit of hoppiness, mm. alcoholic hit. Perfect. Doing fabulously. Is there, is there a selfie option, Ashley? You can uh, just flip up. yourself around. Hold up. Double tip. Bit closer. <laughs> <laughs> there he is. Ashley, um, we've got we've got two people in with us. Well, we've got one person. We've got two people. Hey, hey there we go. Um, we've got Miles from the northeast. Oh, hey, Miles. Miles. How's it going? Hello, got Miles. Miles in. Uh, who said good evening, lads? And we've got Paul at UNRCD. Yes. Hello, Paul. So oh, we're right in, there. and I think this is going to be the beginning of our. 
uh, ask us anything. Shall I dip first? Tom. Yeah, so uh, using the hashtag uh, AskMBB, we have put all of the questions <laughs> into a hat. Uh, we're going to read out... How many did we say we're going to read out on this? Three. We're going to read out one three each. questions. Uh, one each, but we'll, we'll all answer it anyway. Um, just to uh, just to answer live on Twitter for you now. <laughs> this is Paul's question. <laughs> and uh, yeah, Paul, you most have, of them are. Paul, you have the first question. Oh, Paul, brilliant. Uh, um, so, so, if animals could talk, which animal would you want to talk, and what animal would be the rudest? Well, Tom, you uh, you asked the question, so you uh, you answer first. Oh, cheers. Uh, <laughs> if animals could talk, which. Um, I think I'd like to talk to a dog because I think dogs have got quite a lot of insight on sort of humans and how we go about our lives. Yeah. I think dogs would be quite insightful and I'd like I'd love to know what they get up to during the day when they're just like when, when the owners are, are, are at work. What do they get up to? So uh, I think a dog mm. um, it would be pretty good. What animal would be the rudest? I think the rudest animal. Kind of instinctively, I feel like a rudest animal would be <laughs> be a kangaroo. Because <laughs> fucking Aussies, right? They're like rude guys, aren't they? <laughs> already. So I reckon... Right, so we, we get on live Twitter and casual racism is already... <laughs> That's not casual racism. I've never seen... You know, I've come across a lot of angry... In cricket, you know. I've oh, come you play a lot across of cricket, a lot of angry Aussies. So yeah. I feel like... I feel like... You know, kangaroos would be quite rude and quite angry. Yeah, I guess um, nobody see it. But well, you know, know maybe not the little joeys, but but maybe the mums and dads. I don't know. I don't know. That's putting me on the spot, but I might think of a better one later. Mm. Uh, what about you? I think animal that I could uh, I could talk to, one that I'd want to talk to. I'd probably say a cow. <laughs> I'd love to know what's going through because apparently um, this is something I heard the other day. Um, farmers um, who talk about the humane way that they kill cows for meat and stuff they say that cows are just genuinely stupid animals <laughs> and they don't they don't they don't really know what's going on um how true that is i don't so know we're just talking to stupid. a particularly yeah. mean farmer yeah but it would be fascinating to know what's going on in the mind of a cow whether it is just i'm eating grass i'm giving milk i'm eating grass <laughs> or if there is something a little bit more going on yeah there. but that'd be Fair such enough. a fucking waste really stupid yeah. Yeah. Be like, what a waste yeah. but of obviously a, i don't think ability. animals can talk about more than what they're doing though uh, you know they, they don't do a whole lot so the rudest animal absolutely would be a cat i own two oh cats. yeah good job i own yeah. two cats and they i love them i love my cats they are absolute shits but yeah, cats are it. shit. Yeah, they, they I are think shit. Cats, my, I think cats are animals cat. that know exactly what they're doing to humans. Yeah, like, my, they know how you're pissing you off. No, absolutely. My cat today, I have uh, learned from my girlfriend, has bought in half a mouse <laughs> and the other half of a mouse as well. <laughs> um, so, and they just they don't they don't give a shit. Well, yeah, my and, colleague was saying today how like they had a cat. They saw it. They found it on because they, uh, they had some burglaries in the area, so they put CCTV in there Ooh. in the house. And a cat, I went to the welcome mat and shat on the welcome mat. <laughs> oh, but, like that cat has gone like humans wipe their feet on this thing, so I'm going to shit on it. So yeah. they wipe my shit in their feet. They know that. I reckon cats know that. I'm, I'm oh, sure there must be a science, scientific study out there that says that cats would probably kill humans if they could. Yeah, I bet there absolutely. is something absolutely. like that. Yeah, cats would be the absolute rudest for like me. A raving um, puss in boots. Actually, flip it around for yourself. And yeah, well, don't, oh, it's going to be too close. It's so close. Yeah, there we go. There he is. Is the boy? 
You've got no viewers. Yes, because now it's coming back to my face. Um, I don't know. I've forgotten what the question is. Uh, if Animal Crossing talk, people can watch it afterwards. I guess can they? Yeah, you yeah, can watch yeah. it as like a video, right? Yeah. Um, oh, what we done? If oh, animals so could talk, which animal would I want to talk to? I think, I think I'd want to talk to like a giant tortoise. Or something like that. Something that lives for like a hundred yeah. years. Yeah, that's a they great would have shot, seen, like. They will have seen some shit. Hmm. Or they'll have a really boring life for a really long time. I um, mean, they don't go very far, so... They don't go very far. <laughs> they don't go very far. They don't go very fast. Do you but... think they talk as fast as they move? Do you think they'll be like... Oh, shit. Whoa! <laughs> 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 um, <laughs> I really I hope not. And you're making me regret my decision, but... Yeah, no, I'm going to stick with it. I'm going to say a giant tortoise. I think they'd be interesting. But obviously, any animal would be interesting to talk to. But yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I'd also like to talk to my own dog just to say, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> uh, what animal would be the rudest? Probably my own dog. Yeah, probably. Yeah, almost <laughs> oh, certainly. No, a Jude wouldn't be rude. No, he would. He's a spoiled brat. He's a spoiled brat. So, yeah. Who, which animal would be the rudest? Duke's, be... a, Duke's a sweetheart. No, he he's is an a asshole. sweetheart of a dog. He's an asshole. My own dog is the answer to that second part. Which animal would be the rudest? Well, while, uh, while we've got the camera on you, actually, if you want to draw out the second. Draw out another question. Who have we got? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Um, we have a viewer in at the moment. Right. What would your. Two viewers. What would your novelty band name. Uh, what would your novelty band, named after a parody version of a celebrity, be? Mine would be Huge Lorry. <laughs> That's the three <laughs> boys from. Three boys, three beers. Three boys, the... three beers. Cheers, lads. That one. So, a, a novelty lorry. band named after the parody name of a celebrity. Jesus Huge Lorry. I love that. I feel like... So, I mean, we made a bit of a pact not to actually think of any. I've you know, got, actually I've, I've talk about any of these yeah. questions. Yeah. Yeah. And I haven't thought about answers to any of these questions. That's a question that I wish I'd have thought of. Because give me a week, I think I could have come up with something half amusing. Yeah. Shit, but Mark's got one. I've got So one. we're going to switch. Boosh. I've, I've literally just thought of this in my head, so it could be it could be crap. My parody band, who would be a metal band, obviously, Shredder Stare. <laughs> <laughs> Bit of shredder stare. I'm rocking. I'm rocking a bit of the the metal today. So uh, shredder a little bit stare. shredder stare. Jesus. You could you could shred it and you could dance along to it. So yeah. yeah. Well, you're doing a you're doing a rock version of the theme tune. Well, people have already heard it by now, haven't they? <laughs> well, not well, no, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, I'll be dear, thanks to everyone who voted rock and didn't vote for other, so I didn't have to write some. Operatic Swedish metal Belgian house trance <laughs> jingle. Thank God. I think Belgian house trance. Incredible. Belgian house trance. That was funny. As, you, at you some point, all of them. At some point, I will. At some point, with me rapping over the top of it. I'm really struggling for this one. Yeah, I think that's the problem. We're just not. We're just not funny blokes, are we, Tom? No, we're not. Uh, so it's there. Fuck. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's one. I tell you what, we'll do. We will digest that one and we'll, we'll, we'll come post our band names we'll back, on okay. Twitter yeah, let's do it. because yeah, we've got nothing amusing. I let our jam nothing. I'm sorry to that guy. That's fine. Three, three boys, three beers. Um, if um, three boys, could, three beers could let us know who actually tweeted that. Because um, we didn't know, really. We didn't know if it was uh, Rowan, Gareth or the other one. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh my god! I have listened. I have listened to Three Boys Three Bears. Shout out to the Ro- other one. I know oh, Ro- wow. I know Rowan and Gareth, and yeah, just the other name escapes. Shout out to the other one. He's my favourite. Yeah, me too. The other one. So our third and final question for the live Twitter. <clears throat> It's from the Beer O'Clock show. Oh, Thank God we got three different boys. people because Beer O'Clock and Paul have been... The they've monopolised. Yeah, they've they? monopolised. Yeah. And uh, we will be um, answering some questions later on as well for the podcast as well. So uh, don't feel put out if your question wasn't asked now. But Beer O'Clock's uh, one here. Ah, now this one is the serious one that Beer O'Clock asked. <laughs> Amongst uh, all the, sh- <laughs> yeah. the shit ones, the silly ones. Uh, yeah, yeah, what yeah. was the first beer that stopped you in your tracks and made you go, wow? This is a great question. I know my answer straight question. off the bat. And this is not going to surprise anybody. Is it Nen Valley's Egyptian Cream? It is Nen Valley's Egyptian Cream. That was the first beer that I tasted and I had to stop and just go, oh my God, that is just absolutely unbelievable. There you go. That's, that's all I have to say. Everybody knows my feelings on Egyptian cream. So. Fair enough. Um, Christ. Uh, I think mine... I, instinctively, because the first one I gave five and untapped, and I think the first beer that I sort of thought could be a lot different from all the beers I've drunk before was the was Nobby's um, Burn Ox Blood Burn Ox Blood mm, that's a good shot alright an incredible beer um, I think actually I had a pint of it once and that was one where I don't think it's suited to a pint I think it's suited to a to a can or a two thirds yeah because it was a lot for a pint but I can imagine it being yeah like it was it was the one where I just instinctively just went that's five yeah a bit like you're with a mini milkshake. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, absolutely. Know, yeah. Straight away. And, and I think that's one where I just sort of thought, you know, you, so much can be done with a beer with um, the flavours that it had. And um, yeah, I think I think whilst I'd had a lot of other sort of craft beers before that, I just always feel like that sticks in my, sticks in my mind. Um, I've had one pretty recently that's opened my eyes to the flavours you can put into a beer as well. Uh, which I'll come on to in my what I did in the last two weeks. Oh, um, you're, te- you're teasing the teasing most. Out, yeah. yeah, we were in the middle of that before, um, uh, before we had the live Twitter. But, so. but like, I think I think for me to answer that question, yeah, probably the burn us with. It was your phone, wasn't it? Yeah, it was yeah. my phone. I didn't, <laughs> fart. I didn't fart, no. Actually, I, I don't think it's worth turning round to me because we lost all our fucking. Viewers, no, it's okay because uh, Miles has joined. Hi, Miles. Good evening. Hello, um, Miles. So, beer that first made me go, wow. I think I'm going to sort of cheat and do two because I think there are two distinct periods where a beer's stopped me. The first one was the first ale that I thought, oh, crikey, there's something in ale. And the second one is one that really opened my eyes to what beers can be so the first one's oakum citra because that was the first ale that i had that go that made me think shit you know i could get involved in this you know it's not just flat brown water mm. you know there's actually some flavorful beers out there and that was your big citra boost that was the yeah. big citra and citra still to this day is just you know objectively yeah. 
the best hop. So, you know, let's not start a fight about that. Well, Miles says, mmm, Citra, so... Uh, <laughs> Good lad. Miles is um, with you on that one. You know, he knows his stuff. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and the the one that really opened my eyes to what's possible has got to be the Zatziki Sour from Mad Hatter. Because it was just... You know, we did that really early on in this podcast. I think it was like episode four or something like that. Yeah, it was really like early. But all of the ones we'd had before then were sort of pale ales of a pretty similar type. You know, we had pales quite... and we had stouts. We kind of went from one extreme to the other. Yeah, and so you you started to identify categories of, of beers. You know, it's things are either really pale or they're really dark and there's no sort of in-between. And then that just came completely out of left field. You know, it was a beer that we got because we thought, shit, we need to get a sour or something. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. And yeah. we got that and it was just mind-blowing you know I think it was one of those that we all scoffed when we first drank it and we thought there's no way it's going to taste like tzatziki and it was just ludicrous interesting point Miles has put good choice a beer the brewer no longer with Mad Hatter is very proud of oh well I mean who are they Miles if you could let them know uh, yeah are they with anybody else or are they uh, are they on their own but I think that's that's fabulous because if there's more beers like that then I'm I'm up for it because things like that that are just so odd that you know that that to me is a beer that stops you and makes you go well because it's just showing what's possible and I think some of those sours and gozers that they're not just sour for the sake of it they're sour with a flavour they're sour with a purpose um, that to me it, it just demonstrates an immense amount of skill um, and that gets me really excited so that's definitely one that, since doing the podcast, has, has just stopped me in our tracks. And there's probably recorded evidence of us all stopping in our tracks <laughs> and going, wow. But apparently you went to Four Pure, but then uh, has since moved on and we're not sure where he's where he's at now. Mm, Fjord Pure. Well, um, I mean, I, I, um, I referenced Four Pure a minute ago. Have, have, you, got your, so have, so you, have you got your parody... Uh, oh, no, sorry. Carry on, Tom. Um, Miles has, has tweeted us a, um, a question now. So as he's... As he's live as with he's us. As he's live with us. Yeah. Um, so after Unhuman Cannibal, which I know we haven't tried yet, uh, which iconic beer do you want to try next? Iconic which beer? Which is big. Which is quite a big question for us that maybe we don't know all the annual releases and, and things like that, but... Um, well, is there anything big that we haven't had yet? Anything well-known that we haven't had yet? probably. Yeah, no, I'm sure there is. Yeah. I think the, a, a big one for us was getting the Yellow Belly. Yeah, that was that was probably that was kind of yeah, like the yeah. start of us getting involved in annual cycles. Um, I don't really know. I think for us, the plan will be if something comes out annually, then we'll get involved in it now because it's novel, still new to yeah. us. I well, don't know. How, how many of us knew about the Cannonball Run before this year's no, one was announced? No, no I, I, didn't. I didn't. So no, I knew yeah. of Cannonball. Like, I knew of you know the. The core, yeah. Cannibal. We knew. We I think, knew I think yeah. maybe something from like some of the big Belgian breweries, like Cantillon. Sorry, there's a fly, but yeah, in the way. Um, yeah, something like Cantillon is. I don't know a huge amount, but I feel like that a lot of people talk about it in terms of being quite an iconic brewery um, that do some incredible stuff. So I think something like that, maybe delving into some of like the really big Belgian breweries. Um, yeah, something like that. Cancel on Dillison, maybe even Stone. Like if if Stone, you know, mm. actually, I think Stone's bigger than we probably 
probably think, yeah. or we, well, we know it's big, a big brewery, but whether there's more from stone that we can delve into. Um, so I think there's there's probably something from from Belgium that we could do. We could probably look at a lot more. Yeah, um, I'd probably be quite excited about. I really. think I think Trappist stuff is well, something I'm really. Oh, this well. is what I was going to say about the the new Trappist brewery in Not Leicester. In, uh, yeah, yeah, so um, in the northwest in Leicester. Yeah, has it opened now? I think it has actually. I think yeah. they started. They started brewing. I know they started brewing now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the, but whether they've, I think they bottled yet. For us, they? that has got to be the big next thing. Yeah, massive. You know, because yeah. what's that? The only only the twelfth in Europe or something yeah. like that, and, and the first one in the UK. First one in the UK. Yeah, maybe first one. I can't remember. But um, yeah, I think for us locally, that is going to be the massive one. That yeah, we, that's the biggest. We need yeah. to keep our eye on yeah. and uh, see what we can do. So I, I think. Those will be some very special beers. Yeah, when we have those. Yeah, well, I mean, Miles on here has just said loads to explore, and I think that's absolutely right. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I think there was a slight part of us that thought when we spoke about the fact that we've been doing this for a year. I think maybe we thought, well, where else is there to go? But yeah. actually, when you look into it, there's loads there's of places just, still left to go. So, so sure, many. yeah, so, so you know, many. We should still have some episodes to do, but I think. There's probably a huge amount. I think we're still in that position where if you looked through the... Because they did the Rate Beer Top 100. Did they do that recently? Or not uh, recently, but like start of the year, there was like a, a list of the, the biggest beers in the world. You know, and you look through those, the vast majority of them I've never had. The majority of them I've never heard of. So, you know, to work our way, at the very least, to work our way through what's critically known as the best beers in the world is a solid starting point. And if you look at the top beer, top rated beers on Untapped as well, um, I mean, there's a lot of American breweries on there and I think Untapped, is Untapped an American app? I think it might be an American app. Don't know. But um, like the top beers on there are pretty much all American. Yeah. And there's a lot of beers on there that you've got to think, you know, if they're in the f- regularly in the 4.4s, 4.3s, yeah, how good are these beers? They must be absolutely exceptional. So that's a massive thing, I think, for us to kind of explore. Yeah, more so more of the was, top one hundreds. Miles said top uh, rate beer top hundred is always live on their website. Right, oh, yeah. uh, Untapped is American. Thank you, Miles. Uh, and if we ever can we have this all the time yeah I know it's like a fact checker yeah so we're going to have Ask Steve and we're going to have Ask Miles as well um, (laughs) and if we ever swing for sort of types of beers or beers give Miles a shout so thanks Miles yeah we'll definitely do that that's perfect absolutely I think we've had had our uh, beer o'clock show uh, crossover I think it's time for our North East Sipping podcast well we did crossover didn't we it is Will a Middlesbrough fan be allowed on that podcast? Ooh. Yeah, because you're still in the championship. Ooh, well, fuck ow. you! <laughs> Hang on, um, we're a derby? We're a derby? In the championship. <laughs> but, um, we're at Southampton? We did actually have a... Didn't we have a little cheeky look at when Leicester played Newcastle last year? In and April. We, yeah. we were going to look to see if we could send a, a message out to Mars to say, any danger of you going to the Leicester-Newcastle game? And we'll record something. But Well, Mars says sounds good to me. Mars, for the. Yeah. Uh, Let's do it. Honestly, Miles whatever is Roy King. You know, once the uh, once the Premier League fixtures come out, whatever weekend Leicester are playing Newcastle, you come on down. Let's pencil something in. You know, we'll, we'll record something. We'd love to. We'd absolutely love to, Miles. So uh, you can teach us a thing or two, yeah, <laughs> or three <laughs> or ten. Right, and we'll I go think... through some of the rate beer top one hundred. Absolutely, let's do it. All right, we'll um, we're going to crack on with these beers. Uh, so for those that have joined us tonight, 
Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Mars is perfect, lads, so we'll, we'll do that. We'll get hooked up. Love it. Perfect, yeah. Um, get down to the king power. Um, <laughs> all right. Singing. Cheers, everyone. And we'll... Uh, I'm kind of... I don't know if I'm speaking to the podcast or Twitter. I'll Both. speak to Twitter right now and see you later. Thank you very much. Well, cheers. 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 Say goodbye to Ashley. Say goodbye cheers. to me. Hello. And say goodbye to Tom. Cheers. That's a really horrible... <laughs> <laughs> awful angle, isn't it? <laughs> cheers, guys. You stop broadcasting. Wicked. Right. Well, I think, you know, I enjoyed that. I enjoyed yeah. that. And, you know, massive thanks to Miles for getting involved and, and staying involved like throughout the whole thing. I think Miles was there. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, um, yeah, I kind of totally forgot that we were on the uh, were on the podcast. So we've just come off the live Twitter. And uh, thank you very much to everybody who has uh, joined in with the live Twitter. We'll keep most of that, I think, on the <laughs> podcast. Yeah, just I, think we'll keep, well, I think we'll keep all of that. But um, thanks in particular as well to Miles at the end there. Um, fabulous work. Um, fabulous stuff. Uh, yeah. Shout out to North East Sim Forecast. North East Sim Forecast. I think uh, a collab is in the works for the future. Yeah, that'd be, that'd let's be hope, brilliant. Let's hope the Premier League fixtures okay. are kind. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> kind to us. Um, so last thoughts on the uh, Neo-Human as you have your last sips, you've just... No, sorry, you just sip water. There. Yeah, I know. Um, <laughs> it's gone down incredibly well. I think even... Actually, I think it's really met out nicely. Like that. Those last few sips and gulps were a lot... For me, a lot less alcoholic than they were. And obviously... Really? You know, we talked about warming up and I felt like it just met out so that like, it wasn't as overpowering. Not... Not that it was overpowering in the first place, but you no, know, those big juicy flavours I think are just quieting down. And for me, there wasn't that big sort of alcohol, like big hit for me. Yeah, I think the alcoholic hit had died down, but I think those flavours sort of remained. Um, well, they were still there. I just feel like there wasn't a big yeah. sort of. Obviously, it's, when, th- it was, when it was cold were, and carbonated, it was I don't know. Really I think juicy. they were as big as when I first had them in terms of the flavours. I just think that sharp alcoholic sharpness died down enough for it to feel a little bit lighter a little bit easier going down um yeah i'll finish mine now and all i can say is that was absolutely unbelievable i i think i preferred that over the original cannonball i would say i mean that's they're chalk and cheese and i know they're both ipas really but um yeah no chalk and cheese is probably the chalk and cheese but it's it didn't have that so However many minutes ago, you know, 30 minutes ago, when mm. I said, oh, normally what I get with big juicy beers like that is I get towards the bottom and I'm chewing on it. Mm. I actually didn't have that. I, I felt like it was as easy to drink at the end as it was at the beginning. Yeah. Um, which is not a huge, smashable, quaffable, naked beer. I don't think it ever intends to be that. It's never marketed as being that. It's a nine plus percent beer, so it's never going to be that. Mm. But... The, the mouth feel of it and the drink of it for me was consistent all the way through which I is think, oh, all I can could, ask you for you could nurse that yeah. and I'd every moment of doing that would be quite would be perfect it'd be fine wouldn't that it? Be, it, wouldn't, it wouldn't get any worse for you nursing no that could be my one beer for a, you know, the night or, yeah. or whatever you know, yeah. and I, I wouldn't mind that at all I, th- I think I felt like the first sip that I had felt a little bit like chewing it I think that was my first reaction to it but after that once I'd got used to to the uh, the kind of texture and the flavour of that, that's when it kind of sinked in. It was a lot easier to. Actually, I think I, I think I felt the exact opposite. I think the first one was like a real juicy hoppy hit that kind of knocked me for six. The second one, by contrast, was not a letdown, but it was less of all of that. 
I've, but uh, then the surprise that, has gone after that. Hasn't yeah, it? yeah, from from third sip onto last was just exactly like the second. It was consistent from there. Mm. The first one was this is the first time I've ever had this beer, so let's just sensory overload, take it in. <laughs> yeah. Second one was well, now I know what I'm expecting, but it's that minus thirty percent or whatever because I'm ready for it. And then every sip after that was exactly the same. I, I do like when the surprise is taken out of it, but it's still a you know solid plus. Just beer. a great. I, just, I really enjoyed the, the actually the thickness of it. It's just like I. It was, you said mouthfeel, like it was just a really nice mouthfeel as you went down. And yeah. Actually, that like sometimes you feel like a beer is like as you said, like a beer is so sort of thick and flavoursome, you sort of struggle actually in the end. But yeah, I really enjoyed it as it went down, and I. I quite like how it, to me, it, it sort of mellowed out a little bit. And and even then, like even though for me it didn't have the big juicy hit or alcoholic hit, it was still a really lovely bit. Yeah. I think sometimes that thicker mouthfeel is what reminds you that you're having a beer. Yeah. Because sometimes you can get something that feels so light in the mouth that you you might as well just be having a soft drink. You know, there are some, there are some sort of pale ales, you know, things in like the 3% kind of ballpark yeah. that are just so smashable that they might as well be a lemonade or something like that in terms yeah. of the mouthfeel but something like that just reminds you that you're having something of a bit of considerable strength mm. yeah oh no absolutely absolutely well is anyone um, else worried about the fact that we're at over an hour and we've only and we're two beers in <laughs> no not at all no I'm not uh, worried no well, let's crack on with the let's crack on with the human, human. Can, I, can I just ask before um, before we crack on all of the cans here, like fantastic designs. I've I've always loved the Magic Rock um, sort of dev- design that they've had for the beers. Um, I know the Neo Human and the Human have got pretty much the same design, but yeah. with a slightly different colouring. Out of the four, what is your favourite um, can design that we've got on here? For me personally, I love the original Cannonball design. I love you know. It works well with the smaller. Oh, yeah, it's, it's got a it's, lot. It's of, very it's similar a lot to of what the characters, isn't it? It's yeah, it's, it's, the, it's um, very similar to what um, the um, rest of the uh, kind of Magic Rock series has. Um, but I just love that original design. I, th- I think it's absolutely. I think I think it is great. I think between that and the the Neo, just because the Neo, I quite like the sort of reddy, pinky, orange. And there's, yeah, there's a little um, bit of a colours, different... It sort of stands out a little bit. And... There's, there's more of a glittery feel to yeah. it. Yeah, kind of, yeah, yeah, yeah. That kind of neon... That literally neon sort of feel to it. Ashley? Um, I'm going to say human. Because I think... I just like that really, really super dark black with that crisp green. I just think that that looks really good. It does look pretty cool. It's yeah, really, yeah, really yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. Now it's sort of like yeah. hold it in the light, it's... But I think um, not to take anything away from the unhuman. I like no, the, absolutely. The black and silver. No, black that's silver, kind of, but got that's of, of uh, black iris. Black iris. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Reminds me of black say. iris. Yeah. But, um, obviously, Mark, you're you're just trying to curry favour with Steve from Beer O'Clock Show, whose opinion is that all the best beers come in green cans. Green cans. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 Fair enough. Fair. I tell you what, I poured this ahead of you guys, and this looks incredible. Oh, yeah. Now, a... What happened to our synchronised? Right. Oh, just pops it right. I'm going to do that every time. Please By the way, it. if anybody has ever been curious about the um, intro of our jingle, that's not my voice going, ah. 
It just sounds exactly like you. It just sounds exactly like you. It sounds exactly like Even we thought it yeah. was you until like yeah. a couple of weeks in. But if, like, you, if you look you? at the um, description for the first episode on our SoundCloud, I've actually credited the YouTuber that oh. uh, I got the sound from. Just I don't know why, because it's a free podcast, but I, <laughs> I just had... <laughs> he should be on our next so sales. Yeah, yeah. You should do the whole yeah. intro. And it will be like, who the fuck are you? <laughs> he's the guy. He's the, he's the guy. But yeah, that's that's not me doing the art. Uh, every every single person I've spoken to who knows the jingle has thought that that was me. Yeah, agree. It's not. So we're, so that's got terms, a lovely nose in it. In terms of look, we're back at Cannonball, aren't we? Little yeah, bit, yeah, I'd yeah, say a little bit hazier. It's a little bit hazier and a, maybe a little bit darker, but it, it's... You know, a million miles away from the Neo. The yeah, nose is fruity. You can at least yeah. see a light fruity, through it hoppy. rather than. Yeah, it's yeah, got yeah. the opaqueness of the um, of the Neo human, um, but yeah, the darkness of, sort of the fresh smell. I'll oh, just chip one nose in it. Chip one nose in it. Well, it is a dipper. Hey. Hey. Well, uh, Miles, because of uh, all your helpful helpful knowledge and uh, for the future of of doing a collaboration podcast with. Any sipping forecast, I say cheers to you. Cheers. So this one's for Miles. This one's for Miles. We didn't actually plan to do that, but we've managed to cheers future Tom, uh, uh, Paul, Pete, 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 and now Miles. Sorry, Paul, we'll, we might cheers you on the last one. <laughs> we'll see. So we, didn't, so we didn't plan that, but we've managed to cheers future Tom, Pete on Twitter, and now Miles. That's incredible. Well, we need to it. think of someone so for the fourth, fourth one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Wow. Um, yeah, no, it smells great. I mean, I've not tasted it yet, but it, it just smells absolutely bang on. It's great. I will give it... It's absolutely oh. fantastic. It's, first, as thick, it's as thick as the Yeah, it's, it's as thick. In but first it's hoppier. Imp- I think it's hoppy and bitter. First impressions, I, I think I'm still preferring the Neo-Human, but of the first taste. Oh, I think no. But that might be because... But I, think, I think with the Neo, Neo with the NEIPA, yeah. you kind of expect Standalone, it to be juicy, yeah. don't you? Yeah. Like all, that, all that stuff on Twitter about it, like NEIPAs and being like these big juice bombs and yeah. you know, looking like orange juice and, you know... Um, whereas I think, I think maybe, maybe double IPAs have suffered from that, whereas people think double IPAs should be mm. these big juice bombs and look like juices. But actually, yeah, it's pretty hazy. It's, you know... But actually, it for me it's got that really lovely, really good level of hoppiness and bitterness. Yeah. It's mm. just just brings it like straight away, and it's it's got yeah, it's got a bit of fruit. It's got it's got a bit of like a bit of fruitiness to it. But it's for me, it's that hoppiness that makes it. Yeah, and it's still actually quite. It's thick. It's still thick. But it's, it's easy drinking. It is thick, but it's easy drinking, and I think it <laughs> it feels like it's sort of cannonball taken up a notch yeah you know what I mean it's kind of like you know it's still got those flavour profiles so you still identify flavours within it but everything about it feels like it's just shifted absolutely yeah. right and I, I, fucking hitting the head there they just, just turned it up a bit yeah, yeah. well obviously with this with I imagine being, being the second yeah the second incarnation yeah that's, absolutely. that's probably know, in terms of you know you, you still get that that crisp hoppy bitterness which yeah. is really really good Crisp is a great word for but, this. Thank mm. you. <laughs> it's only because I fancy some crisps. <laughs> um, but everything about the sort of the thickness of it and haziness of it and the, the boozy sort of after effect of it is just 
ramped up a bit. Mm. Um, but it, I, it doesn't suffer for that. And I think sometimes, I think we've spoken about beers in the past where they're strong for the sake of being strong. This doesn't feel like that at all. You know, this absolutely doesn't feel like it's just, fuck it, let's make a nine point whatever beer. It's done because this is the beer we want to make. It just happens to be 9.4 yeah. or, you know. So that to me is is what I want. I don't mind if a beer is 9 plus percent. I can have less of it or only one of it or whatever. But if it's done for a reason, if it's done with a purpose, we want to impart this flavours and this body and this mouthfeel and all this kind of stuff, then fucking let's do it. Rock on. I, th- I think yeah. the only beer out of these that even might slightly have the hint of fuck it, let's just make a beer, is going to be the original Cannonball. And I think because of the success of that, that's built off into these into these extra flavours. And you know that there's going to be a lot of care that's been given into... Yeah, but even there, even on the even on the original Cannonball, we were talking about the fact that the, its feel and body was below the ABV. So even then, it's not just a making a strong beer for the sake of it. You know, it was a... It's a strong beer, yes... But it still had all of those characteristics of a beer, a percent down the line, or a percent and a half down the line, or whatever. Still had that flavour profile. So, you know, there's nothing that we've tasted so far that's strong to the detriment of um, flavour. Yeah, which is always the biggest concern. You know, sometimes you get things that are almost like a challenge. You know, you see like man versus food challenges with <laughs> hot wings things that are just hot for the sake of being hot yeah yeah you know, without having any flavor or you get hot sauces that are hot and are too hot for some people but there's a flavor mm. profile there as well yeah these beers are strong but you get hoppy flavors or you get juicy flavors or you get whatever the brewer intended to get it's not just a oh, yeah a bit of banter 9.4% beer for the sake of it, so that people can go to a bar and look hard, asking for a nine point four percent. It tastes really fucking good. Mm. So I just in in these kind of situations, I just don't care that it's that strong because no. I want to drink it. Yeah, and I'll deal with the effects tomorrow morning. <laughs> I'm mean, absolutely same. It's 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 just got such lovely level of juiciness, and again, you got it's a bit of tropicalness to it. Mm-hmm. You know, there has there are a couple of. Like citrus and and fruity flavors going on there, but the uh, for me, it's that it's just that level of hoppiness and bitterness that just makes it for me. It's just I can't really describe it, but it's like it's almost the perfect amount. Yeah, like it's not too bitter that that you have. Like I had a I had a beer that was quite bitter earlier tonight before I came here, and it was just that it was just almost too. It strived too hard to be to have some bitter flavour to it, and it was a bit of a sharp bitterness, and it wasn't. It didn't really sit well with the beer for yeah. me. Whereas, whereas this one just it, it just goes perfectly with the flavours that you've got, and the aftertaste that you get is then it just sits nicely, and you got yes, it feels like you've had a bit of a boozy beer, but you've you've got these nice sort of fruity flavours coming with it. Yeah. They, well, this, the, I think the most interesting thing to me, I've just been reading both of the last two cans, the hops involved in the Neo and the Human are exactly the same. Yeah. It's the, and I, I, it's I, the I find that incredible. Yeah. I mean, that, that's everything that we've spoken about over the last year is the things that you can do with the same hops 
but yeah. changing the things around it. Well, are and these are totally different beers. Are the malts different? They? Yeah, the, the malts, malts are, malts are different, different. And the different, yeast. Yeah. yeah, the yeast. But even then, the hops. Like, the hops. Yeah. You know, the, the hop is one of those things that you sort of you characterise as fundamental to the flavour and nature of the beer. You know, I always do. Maybe yeah. that's just a, a naive mistake on my part. But well, I think we, yeah, you know, I think we all. I always view the hop as sort of fundamental yeah. to to the character of the beer, but. The hops in those last two are exactly the same, and they're totally different. Very different they're beers. night and day, you know. Yeah. And that, that to me is just incredible. And that is sort of it feels like that's that's the point, you know. That's the point. That's what links these two, you know. Yeah. To say that they're part of the same range is to say that actually the hops are the same. Hops the same, but the way they go about the well, malt. We've done it. The... Malt added to it is different. You know, maybe the process is different to, to distinct. You distinguish between a, a dipper and an any dipper and, and all these kind of things, but um, yeah, because you've got you've got four different malts there. You've but you've got golden promise in both, but you've got um, wheat malt, acidulated malt, oat malt, and golden naked oats in this human in the human cannibal, as opposed to what I mentioned earlier in the uh, yeah in the neo human, and the yeast you know the yeast in the neo human was WLP O six six. And this one is WLP zero zero one. That means yeah. fuck all. It to means me. no. <laughs> it means fuck all to me. But it's just those little differences that make a, make it make quite, it almost uh, different beer, completely yeah. different yeah. beer. Well, that that to me is the sign of a quality beer. Yeah. If you can take the same things fundamentally, the same hops, and, and treat them in a different way and create totally different beer and it's the same point that we made about the electric bear big up simcoe yeah where it's one hop added at different stages in the process just creates such a multi-layered beer with like peach flavors and hoppy bitterness and all this kind of stuff and it's that's just incredible the, that, that is what is best fascinating out for me single yeah. hopped beer to that, is that much flavor. fascinating to me about beer is just the slightest little difference can yeah. make the world of difference yeah. it's absolutely unbelievable and it's consistently doing that because you know you hear people saying about oh, it's the best i've ever cannibals tasted for a couple of years or the mm. best i've heard i've had Gamma ray taste, whatever you sort of think. Well, sure, it's the same, yeah, like mm. process. But actually, it, there's a difference. Even if you have the same process and the same, the same level of hops, yeast, malt, bar, whatever it is, yeah, you still may not get the perfect version of that. Yeah, well, in that's some way. That's what people are saying about just, the yellow so, belly. It's yeah. exactly the same. They were saying. How good this year's yellow belly has been compared to um, others. It's like well, others, same yeah. you know, same ingredients, same process. Yep. But for some reason, it's tasting better now than it was before, and I, I, even that is. A I, bit think, of a mind, I think that's though, fascinating. Yeah, the the experience of the brewers that are doing this as well is just you know it's going up year by year by year, and you know their their experience is just creating this. You know, more fabulous beer than you had the year before, and it's, I mean, there might be subtle changes that we don't know about. Yeah, you know, might think, be, you well, know. at the same time, it's also a case of, you know, a hop now compared to a hop at the same time next year, they might be totally different. So mm. actually, it might be things outside of the brewer's control. Yeah. yeah, it's a case of if you took a kilogram of hops now and a kilogram of hops next year 
and brewed a beer with it in whatever ratio you'd need to make a beer with a kilogram of hops. <laughs> we don't know what we're talking about. <laughs> However many hops you need to put in a beer. But yeah. they might taste totally different just based on the fact that it was really wet over winter. Yeah. Uh, and so maybe, I, I don't know, the hop sprouted early or it sprouted really late and that means that it's got a different flavour profile itself. And that, to it's me, is, you know, it's things That's... totally out of their control but also things within their control, such as waiting until it's exactly that temperature before adding the hops into the boil. Or we're going to go a degree higher because we think we'll get this flavour out of it. Mm. Or we're going to actually add it really, really late so we just get this flavour. I think it's incredible. What, what I'd love to hear, because we haven't heard too many of these, um, these sort of stories, is um, beers that have suffered for that. So beers that have been incredible one year and then maybe something's happened with the hop, as you say, um, or, or the malt, that has just completely changed the outcome of the beer and has completely ruined it, maybe, or just, you know, has, has lessened the experience of it. Um, if anybody knows of those examples, please let us know, because um, all we've been hearing is positives. And it'd be fascinating to hear the negatives. Yeah, it would. It would be interesting, wouldn't it? Yeah. yeah. For sure. You know, an annual release that one year they just... Yeah. yeah. If, just if, it, if anybody thinks that last year's Cannonball was better than what we've got this year, or any, any of the Cannonball range, or um, anybody who thought the last year's Yellow Belly was better than this year's Yellow Belly, please let us know, because that would be an absolute eye-opener to us as to why you thought that was the case. Mm. Um, you got to think that the brewers, obviously the brewers have got to keep a profile of saying, you know, there was, this, this is a great beer, but maybe even the, in the brewers' eyes they're thinking, oh, maybe this isn't as good as what we produced last year. Yeah, it's interesting how they sort of look at it and how they... They've still got a market. When, they're, when yeah. they're brewing it, do they don't really know if it's going to be better than last year's or if it's going to be better than the last one? I don't know. But, I, I think that could be the sort of detrimental thing to an annual beer is the fact that you're doing this year on year and if you know that your beer this year is going to be worse than what you've had last year you've still got to put that out and you've still got to push it as being you know a fantastic beer yeah is that you know is that something that people do or is are you just having to lie for the sake of you need to push these beers push and the you beers, need to set them in your Because, yeah, you know, Yellow Belly 2019, if it's not as good as Yellow Belly 2018, and people are going to be expecting a Yellow Belly next year, I imagine. No, well, the the same is, way that they're going to be expecting the Cannonball Run yeah. next year, if it's not as good as what we're having now. And I think we've got mm. such massive expectations of the Yellow Belly now. Oh, yeah. Because we had it last year and it was just insane and I think we've got massive expectations of the cannonballs as well yeah. that we've had so yeah, far so, so far yeah yeah brilliant so you know come next year we're going to have more of an idea of you know slight more idea of what to expect are they going to have to well they're going to have to lie through their teeth I think just to say who who? No, not, not lie like, through their teeth. No, sorry, not lie through their teeth. Sorry. No, they're going to have to keep pushing their, you know, their product, saying, you know, this is better than last year, even if they don't think themselves. Bon, do they, do they ever Mark's say getting boozy. Mark's yeah, getting boozy. No, 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 no. We're going to end up with another twenty point five. No, 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 Here no, we no. go. No. What do you think about that? <laughs> no, no. no, I'm just saying. Like they, they will have to 
lie through their teeth. Are you smelling wood? Can you smell any wood? <laughs> no, they will have. They will have to kind of, even if they don't think that the, the product that they've got this year. Yeah, the hype is has always got to continue. Yeah, the exactly. Hype has got to continue. They've got. They've got to continue that. Yeah. But did we actually we do got, your last no, we couple of weeks? Thinking, yeah, yeah. Oh no, we didn't. Should Sorry. I go? Oh no, yeah, you go, you go, you go. Uh, right, okay. So I had a quite a good couple of weeks, uh, as as normal. <laughs> 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 bit, bit of a boozy one. Um, so that's my untapped uh, loads. I had a couple of. So I went away in Kendall on the stag do that wasn't the stag do. Because well, because it was a the, month after the wedding. Yeah, the uh, rearranged yeah, stag do. Because the original stag do was... Um, snowed off. Snowed off because of Beast in the East. Uh, so we decided uh, this is the weekend that we could do. And um, that we go up to up to Kendall. Um, it was brilliant. A bit of clay pigeon shooting. Uh, which is actually really good fun. We thought it would all be rubbish. We were all pretty... All right at it. Yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah, we're okay. And um, a bit of a bit of axe throwing, which was interesting. <laughs> yeah, was, define um, interesting. <laughs> well, you had to be like five steps. They said about if you're about five steps from the for your height, five steps from the board, it should obviously rotate in the yeah. way that it was stuck in the board. Yeah. Um, but each time we kind of had to kind of we had, every time we were, we were stepping out and then some of us just guessed we're like yeah that's about where we were and then we'd like either we were worldies at it or we fucked it up <laughs> um, but it was a good, a good fun like whenever do you get to throw axes or shoot a play well pigeon, that's so. the thing I mean with the incoming zombie apocalypse yeah, yeah. <laughs> the skills are invaluable I'm a, they're I'm, invaluable Tom you know the guy even said it was like I'd got four out of four on the play pigeons I was like have you shot before lad He's not obviously it's Yorkshire. Yeah, it's Yorkshire, isn't it? Northern, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Shot before, lad. I was like, no, no. And then I missed the next one, didn't I? Fucking jinx me. Dickhead. So I went, miss, bang, got it. So my first go is fair, got seven out of eight, which I was pretty happy That's with. That's very impressive. Um, got sudden death with the moles, the mole twins. Yeah. And uh, obviously they beat me because they're moles. Um, yeah, I mean, for clarification for the listeners, they're sort of. They're kind of like the perfect humans. Yeah, they're two twins. It's like the only way I can describe everything. them. They're just they're, literally they just good at everything. Beat us at everything. Yeah, they're very uh, good. But anyway, so it was good. And then we had plenty of good beers in Kendall. But I'm going to start with a couple of beers that I got um, sort of before that weekend. So I had a Golden Glow uh, at a. I coached the Lesher women. We were away in Worcestershire. Uh, had a, I think it was in Worcestershire. I had a Golden Glow, which was quite nice. Um, just sort of a sort of a classic golden ale, really. It wasn't. I rated it three hundred and tapped. It wasn't brilliant. It wasn't. Yeah. Worst. It was just a, sort of a good beer. Uh, the bloody L, I checked in as four. Uh, re- really enjoyed that. Also had it on on tap. Um, yes. No, sorry, I tap with you, and then had it on a can uh, right. with Sedge when he picked me up from Kendall. Was there a noticeable difference? Or no, not really. I don't think so. It wasn't yeah. really. The only notice was probably the the, the temperature because it had been in Sedge's car for a little bit in the can on the way from Northampton to to my car, which was about a half an hour, forty minute drive. So, but not that much really in terms of sort of the flavour and the bitterness you get from it. Do you think so, there's a comparison between that bloody L and the Burnox Bud? I. That's funny that because I mentioned that on the weekend. Yeah. Uh, when we were in Kendall. 
for Sedge. I think that actually I rated the Bloody Hell 4. Yeah. But I think it's better than the Burnout's Blood. So I should have rated... I think I should have rated the Bloody Hell 5. Mm. If I went on wow. Burnout's I think it's better. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, we'll have to get both together and Yeah, and I see. think we should. Mm. But it, that, that my sort of instinct was that it was better. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, I'm a massive fan of those kind of orange flavors. Me too. Absolutely. Yeah, I think yeah, orange works yeah. really, really Beautiful. well. Yeah. 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 Especially I really in a sort like of blood that. orange, quite a bitter orange flavor, rather than just sweet, sickly orange. Yeah. So be interesting to get them both together. Um, I've got the endless summer. Um, from Black Iris so uh, Black Iris is a brewery keep on it, giving they? don't they Fabulous. keep yep. on giving yep. beautiful um, and that read that four that was a beautiful IPA so just so nice just oh just one you could just drink any time yeah. like but summer it, summer beautiful like it's yeah. a great time to have it but it was just um, yeah really really good beer I love Black Iris at the moment um, and then I had a beer that Blew me away. Absolutely blew me away. It was from Siren Craft, who we've had before, I think, on the show. Yeah. Uh, it was their Old Fashioned. So this was a bourbon-aged barley wine. Bourbon-barry-aged barley wine. Yeah. And fuck me. <laughs> <laughs> this thing was thick as fuck. Like, you thought the fucking neo-human was thick. This was fucking thick. <laughs> right. <laughs> I drank it and was like, "Woo!" This is like, you felt like you, it was you almost into Ric like Flair. <laughs> almost sort of you got sort of really strong whiskey flavors from it, and it was, but you got that kind of beery what what whiskey taste, and it was just it took me an hour to drink, and it wasn't because I was tired or it was because I was watching Twenty Four Hours in Police Custody. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I remember you telling me about that. But this. it was it, it was genuinely it took me an hour to drink because it was so. So flavoursome and so thick. It was like <laughs> you just couldn't you couldn't have it in like a couple of gulps or yeah. like you just no. couldn't have it. You had to be savoured and and I liked savouring it. And I, do you know what the point made me thought this beer is thick? Because I stuck it in the um, dishwasher and we didn't put the dishwasher on for a couple of days because we were just stocking it up. And uh, I wanted a beer and I wanted the the glass that I had it in. Uh, so I put the glass out and it had this sort of like brown muck in the bottom and I was like what the fuck is that and then realised it was like the residue from the beer had just it was that thick it had dried yeah Mm. that's how thick this thing was I think barley wine is an interesting one because I've never had a barley wine I don't obviously you have Mark I don't know about you I don't think I have I don't think I have but I feel like they're a I mean they're clearly a thing but I've never had one. I don't know how they fit in, like, the whole beer. Good, because someone said to me, oh, that's not a beer then. I was like, well, I mean, just because it's got the word wine in it doesn't mean it's not a beer. It was a beer. I just remember your question of, is it barley wine or is it barley wine? Barley wine? Barley wine? Barley wine? Oh, mate, if you get get your hands on that, it is a special beer, I think. I rated it four. Again, you feel it My absolute dream and this is like the saddest dream of all time yeah. is for someone to make the same beer and age it in six different barrels six well however many different you know like yeah. a rum barrel right, yeah. whiskey yeah. barrel rum ba- red rum wine whiskey. barrel white wine barrel 
some kind of brandy barrel, you know, as many different types of, of spirit barrels you can get your hands on. Um, you know, just to get as many different types of aging vessels as you could get. Yeah. Same beer. And let's taste all of those and just say, yeah, yeah. what are the identifiable differences to between a red wine and a white wine barrel? What are the differences between a, a, a rum and a whiskey barrel? Yeah. Because um, clearly they each impart their own specific notes. Oh, of course, yeah. But, but it was just incredible beer. But when you only have them in isolation, I, I don't know if you get those subtle differences. No. To say... Same beer. It's like yeah, always, it's always like barrels. that. It's like that Brewdog beer that we had with Beer O'Clock, where it was like distilled and then distilled again and then distilled again, and yeah. it almost became a, a spirit, but from a beer. Let's find a beer that has been treated in multiple different ways, and taste all of those. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, this has become less of a podcast, more of a podcast planning. <laughs> <laughs> Um, it would be incredible. You're right. Just to see if we can, you know, even tasting them blind to say, can we tell which barrel which each of these yeah. Yeah. went in? Yeah, yeah. But you know, if anyone knows a brewery, I mean, I, I think I definitely, I definitely could have. That would have been that's whiskey because yeah. it was just such so strong. I but. think I think red wine would be quite identifiable. I think that's a barrel that's yeah, I'd like quite I'd easily like to identifiable. That. But yeah, that'd be, that'd um, be awesome to do. Yeah. So I had a couple of other beers. Panama Creature from Hamilton Brewery was nice. Mm-hmm. That's a nice pale ale. I think I had that. That was one. When we were together, yeah. yeah. Uh, and then my sort of Kendall beers started. So when it's Kendall, um, a couple were so Thickston, I had a Thickston pale ale. Uh, Jamie, Jamie. <laughs> <laughs> Palo, uh, that was nice, just standard, really for me. It wasn't bad, it wasn't good. It was, it was, it was just pretty standard, nice to have with our with our lunch that we're having. That sounds like Jamie. And then, to be fair, <laughs> one of the guys had a. Uh, we should come on to, onto that pub later. Uh, in terms of the, that was the pub that did the yeah controversial yes. thing that we yeah yeah we'll, we'll come on to that. We'll come on. Um. One of the lads bought a keg, well, a mini keg of the uh, shipyard American Pale Ale. So we got through plenty of that. Um, so it's quite good. So hostel, where, while we were there, we had a free pool table that the, the England-Nigeria game on. So we decided to just go, you know what, let's have a load of beers, watch the game, and then we'll head out. Is it so, worth um, talking about a little bit of football? Because we've had two friendlies and nothing now I mean, until the World Cup. I will say for... Summary of three England's quarters of friendlies. those two friendlies. I thought England looked excellent. Second, Second half against Nigeria. Nigeria. Yeah, yeah. We're gonna win the World Cup. That's my view. Uh, anyway, so shipyard. We're gonna, <laughs> we're gonna win. We can. No, we, we can. We can. We so can. That tasted good. Win. It was. I gave it three and a half. It, you know, it's good. It's good, but um, it kind of descended into who can chug the keg the quickest. Quickest. So. That's a, a stag, yeah. which is not you. Um, <laughs> and then it got into some really good. So some of the guys. So Sedge lives near um, Big Gorilla, yeah, in Northampton. Yeah, who do a great range of beers. Uh, I've been there for the Cloud Water takeover, and uh, Brocky was down in Bath. He's got the um, beer place. <laughs> oh yeah, the beer place. Yeah, the beer place. Yeah. Uh, he's I mean, got he's a got very a... good beer shop near near him. Um, he's got so some of what, what was incredible was the fact that we had like so we we did the shipyard and it was like ah, oh, what should we do? Like the game, we, the the game only just started, and 
these guys have just bought some incredible craft beers down. So we were drinking like it was it was not my like it was brilliant. I was playing pool, watching the football, drinking craft beer. Oh, it was so good. It's the, it's the idea. So I had the ideas. I had the NATO Twisted Barrel Ale IPA, uh, New England IPA, um, yeah. which is really it was good. It was really good. Um, it. <laughs> I think I think actually looking at it. Rich, I kind of mm. the bitterness for me was a bit off. Do but you think? Do you think I that was really the beer, or do you it. think that was the pub? Well, I don't know. It wasn't the pub because we're in. This is out of the can. Oh, so out of the can. Sorry, out of the yeah. can. Yeah. So some of these are out of the can at the hostel. Okay. So yeah. it was really good. Well, when I was drinking it and for the occasion, um, I only gave it a three. But mm. if it was maybe more like chilled, more it might be better. Um, and it just yeah, it, it was it was nice, but I think there's something about the business that get like rather than giving it sort of a three and a half four, I sort of chose to give it a, a, a three. Yeah. Um, I had the pseudo Sue from Topling Goliath Brewing, which is a pale ale. Um, it's got a, an incredible uh... picture of a a big sort of T Rex or I was gonna say that's not um, a brewery I've heard of. Uh, or Topling uh, Goliath. Uh, not a T-Rex. What are the ones? Velociraptor. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. Velociraptor, Velociraptor yeah. On, on the front, which looks pretty cool. And that's a 6.8. While, while we're talking about dinosaurs, Go on. can I just jump in? Because I feel like Mark did a fact earlier on, although his fact was I've never been in a loft. A loft. Yeah. Now, what's My your dinosaur fact? fact yeah. is going to be the T-Rex was closer in time to humans than it was to the Stegosaurus. That's crazy. I know. That's how the dinosaurs were on this earth for 150 million years. So the T Rex, towards the tail end of that, was closer in time to humanity than it was to the Stegosaurus. I know. That's mental. I know. If it hadn't been for that meteor, they'd still dominate this planet right now. Imagine it. Imagine just like walking down this road now. Well, this road wouldn't be here because it would (laughs) be a flat. It'd be be dinosaurs all over the all land. It would just be no houses, just dinosaurs. Cool, yeah. cool, 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 cool. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so that that was really nice. Uh, it's a sort of six point eight pale ale. Um, pretty good. Um, from what I remember. Uh, and then we hit hit the pub. So I had a Vermont session IPA from Ukonot. Uh, no, sorry, from Pomona. 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 Pomona Island, Island Brew Company. Uh, that was very nice, very sessionable. Where Pomona from? I then had a sounds... session IPA from Fell Brewery. So Fell had, they seem to have a, a tap room in Kendall. All right. Or a, ta- a shop in Kendall. And uh, we had some beers there. And their, their session IPA was lovely, just really nice, just really, well, it was sessionable. Hmm. You know, it was, it was uh, rated 3.75. And I know that it doesn't seem that high, but. It was just perfect for that time. You know, I'd had a few beers and it just, it, it sat really nicely. Yeah. Something really nice with me. The next beer, fuck me. Right. I, I can see already. Here we go. Woo! Five. Five and untapped. A five and untapped. The Neapolitan ice cream pale from Northern Monk. This blew me away. It was thick, but it sort of like, it had that taste of ice cream. Of, of it had the taste of vanilla, chocolate, strawberry. It just had those sort of those three flavors running through it, and it would just it just it wasn't sickly either. It wasn't like kind of you think of like an ice if you try to replicate an ice cream. Yeah. Like 
it would be really kind of sickly sugary. But it didn't, it wasn't sickly and it was, it almost had all the characteristics of it had Neapolitan. If you've got a big scoop of Neapolitan, it'd be quite thick. You'd have all those three flavours and it was just as if you were, oh my I, I God, it was, what, it was so good. It just thoughts. absolutely blew me away. It's the exact same thoughts I had with the uh, mini milkshake IPA from Wanda. Yeah, I thought it would be quite sickly sweet, but it was just that perfect level, that perfect level of uh, of sweetness that went through it. It was so good. Yeah, it was just, like it was one that I just said to the lads there. It was just like, this is the best beer, one of the best beers I've ever had. Yeah, I ever had. Like this is five and untapped. This did, is. Did they agree? This is up there. They some of them drank it. Some of them were like, yeah, it's pretty good. But I drank the whole thing. It was just so good, top to toe. And I could go through some of the other beers I had in Kendall, but it's not worth it because I'm just. They'll all be let down. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the only one I'll probably mention is the Hide and Wild Session Pale Ale, which is popped up in the. Where the fuck did I get it? <laughs> Sainsbury's. Sainsbury's, really. Let me have a look. Do you do the check-in for the um, where you? Yeah, I do. It? Yeah. Oh. Well, what I've noticed is that there's been some pretty good beers popping up in. Tesco and Sainsbury's um, and in supermarkets, but yeah, uh, like it was pretty good beer. It's nice, but I'll, I'll stop on the Apollo because that was that was incredible. Some of the others don't; they were good, but yeah. Um, anyway, what about you, Mark? Well, I mean, between you and Ashley, you've had quite a fair few. I've been com- comparatively quiet, but I have been to Folkestone in Kent for yep. my annual jaunt. I think um, around this time last year was obviously when we started the podcast and um, after we started the podcast I had my annual jaunt to Folkestone which my family has been doing for 68 years. 68 years? 68 years. My my grandfather started the tradition when he he used to play cricket in Luton and they used to go down to Folkestone for uh, for an annual cricket game Um, and then it became a case of I'll bring the wives and the um, families along and that's when uh, my grandma and uh, my mum and my auntie went along so uh, that tradition started then and when when the cricket died down we just kept going there we kept going there and like my sister and my brother went and then I went and then yeah the whole family just gets involved and uh, it's an absolutely fantastic tradition that we have um, so I obviously Went down to Kent and had um, had a fair few beers down there. Um, we frequent a pub called the Lifeboat, uh, which is always hospitable to us. Absolutely fantastic pub to us, because um, uh, usually our time is taken up by playing golf, by playing darts, and uh, by playing pool and nice. all that sort of thing. But the darts is hosted by the Lifeboat, um, and. You know, this time, this time last year when we went to Folkestone, um, we just started, so it, it wasn't a case of I wasn't really checking out the beers that they had as much as I probably would now. But um, one of the beers that caught my eye in particular with the lifeboat was the uh, Serious Plotting from Mad Cat Brewery in Kent, and uh, I found out good. It was a it was a, rube, a rhubarb saison. No. Oh. Um, and it it was nice. Yeah, it was it was definitely nice. I don't know if the if the um, pub had really kept up to you know how we say about pubs tasting regularly. 
um, with the pints. And Annette behind the bar, who was um, who was lovely, and uh, I think it was Ange. Ange was the other lady behind the bar. It was Ange who told me that um, you know she tasted these beers regularly. It wasn't her cup of tea. Um, and this is this is what I found in folks. There was a lot a lot of the older folks, including Ange and including my uncle as well, who were saying that these kind of saisons and these pale ales they weren't their cup of tea they they were more fans of the brown yeah, stuff yeah. they were fans of the bitter traditional bitters yeah. yeah it was interesting my uncle saying that um you know he he said oh you know all these newfangled beers like the you know beers for younger people like the saisons and and the pails. And I was thinking, well, I, you know, I know a fair few older people who who also go yeah, through yeah, these. Yeah. It was quite interesting hearing their hearing their take on it. But um, yeah, no, the serious plotting was nice. I, I I don't know if it suffered from not being like regularly tasted. I don't know, but um, it, it it was it was relatively good. I, I, I feel like rhubarb is one of those flavors that it is a difficult works flavor, really yeah. well for a saison though because it mm. so rhubarb naturally is quite a sour taste. Ab- absolutely, I mean, you yeah. need to add a lot of sugar to rhubarb to make it sort of palatable on its own. Yeah. So I feel like rhubarb is quite a natural pairing for a sour type. But I, I, feel, I feel this might have suffered from not. I think it was on for quite a sure. while. By yeah, the yeah, end yeah. of the week, it was gone, and I think. For it being there for that length of time, I think it was. I think it has suffered in in that regard. Um, but um, there's a new part of Folkestone that has um, opened. I think it's open for a couple of years, but we discovered it this year. Um, called the Harbour Harbour Arm, um, which has the lighthouse at the end of it, and you can just you know you see the sea and you nice. can see France on a good day. It's absolutely fabulous, and they've got a load of different restaurants and uh, and little pop ups that uh, go through that. But there was a brewery um, that uh, specialised in in just this kind of seaside brewery thing, and it it was um, the Dockers Porter um, that got me quite a lot. That was that that was an absolutely fabulous beer. Um, and there was another Dockers as well. The, yeah, the light, the uh, life in three D from Dockers Brewery. Um, it's just this little, uh, what uh, what do you call it? Just um, this kind of shed area, just uh, this <laughs> tiny little shed that they had yeah. up on on the um, on the Harbour Arm, and it was um, it was absolutely fantastic. The life in three D. It was so much citra coming through there. That really. Um, sweet texture, but the kind of bitter finish that you get from the from the from the citra, um, absolutely fantastic. Um, re- really, really good beer, and you know to be able to just find that on the Harbour Arm was kind of a revelation for Folkestone, um, uh, in my eyes anyway. Yeah, yeah. But um, no, that was that was absolutely fantastic. Um, I had a fair. There was a lot of Beaver Town. In yeah, as well, That's right. a hell of a lot. Um, unfortunately, the pub that was Brewdog Heavy uh, had closed down by that point. Um, thank you to whoever it was. I can't remember. Who yeah, it was. Unfortunately, no, no, no. I mean, it was Brewdog Heavy in terms that they had a lot of Brewdog on, but they also had a lot of local beers on. Oh, okay, and um, that had closed down, so that 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 was quite sad. And thank you to whoever it was on Twitter. I can't remember who it was off the top of my head, um, who said that... 
might have been Simon. Well, Simon was saying, yeah, Simon was saying that it wasn't a Brewdog pub, and then somebody clarified that for me. So thank you, Simon, for correcting me on that point. Um, yeah, and that had uh, that had closed down, which was a shame. But at the same time, we could kind of carry on from that. Um, and after the holiday, um, I had my usual visit to Beer Geek. Um, so thank you, Graham, for providing me with a lot of beers. Um, there's a lot more beers that I bought in Folkestone, but I'm hoping to save those for the next episode after I've been to Croatia and uh, maybe you could do a bit of Mark's travels. Mark's travels, yeah. yeah. Um, but there was one beer in particular that I had that I had to mention uh, from the Beer Geek, which was the um, Chérie from Madame Brewery. Uh, Say that again. Chérie. Oh. <laughs> Uh, which, as you can imagine, was a cherry, a cherry beer from this uh, Madame Brewery, uh, which is situated in France. I was not a big fan of this at all. Um, the cherry was very weak, and there was a kind of ashy taste to it. Um, whether this is regular, I don't know, but this is straight out of the bottle, and it really just didn't tick any of the boxes for me at all it was a very weak beer the labeling was nice it was really minimalist um lovely little labeling that they had as they had on all the beers um when i checked in beer geek but the beer itself was not not particularly great in my opinion um did it give an indication as to the style obviously it says cherry but it was it was literally because the whole bottle was in french Right. So, yeah, me being able to translate any of that would have been completely... Because, uh... I mean, cherry to me feels lambic. And so, you know, when I when I feel like... A, when I'm talking about cherry lambic, I know what I'm expecting. But if it's... No, I, I mean, I've had a, I've had a few lambics before. I, it, it just... It really didn't have that fruitiness to it. There was there was more of this really bitter, ashy taste to it, and it was very disappointing um, That's a shame. in my eyes. That's yeah, it, it was a shame because it was a beautiful bottle, and uh, yeah, just a massive shame for me. And um, that's pretty much it for my uh, right. My last I'm, I'm gonna call it. AMA. Let's go. Let's we're go. Going, some more AMA. Let's. We're gonna do bits. I'm. I'm yeah, you know, yeah. and we've got another fucking can to do, yeah. and we're about we're over in two hours. So we're going to uh, carry on with the AMA that we had. Yep. Is it a AMA or a U A U A? Ask us anything. Ask us anything. It's yeah. Not ask us me. It's ask us anything. A U A. It does. So Ashley has picked out a question. Please go for it. This is one of many non-serious questions that we got. Brilliant. She's good. This is from three boys, three beers. Uh, shout out to them you know it's a it's a, it's a good podcast fantastic podcast um, okay I mean you've won up me there with f- fantastic I've said no no no, no, no they, they are fantastic yeah they're uh, hilarious hilarious podcast I think I mean they're they're sort of newer than us but they seem to have as many episodes they've as got us. up to 27 already Jesus, so yeah fair play to them I mean that's <laughs> that's commitment um so they've asked, when does a clearing stop being a clearing and start just being some space? Well, we could probably answer this from moving the boxes earlier <laughs> <laughs> yeah. than we did in your house. When, we... <laughs> when does a clearing stop being a clearing a and just become space? What a question. 
Um, I mean, I, I'm feeling like for me, it's when o- is a clearing. For me, it's over a meter. A meter? No, I've seen clearings that are bigger than one meter. I'm thinking like I'm, no, yeah. So I think I'm thinking a clearing is within one meter, and then it's just spreads. no. I've seen clearings that are bigger than one meter. Really? I think right. The way I think of a clearing is I'm walking through some woods, right? I like how we've got the Derek Akora sort of. I've got the jewel fingers. Mary loves dick. Mary Mary loves dick. (laughs) I'm thinking I'm walking through the woods and I I get to a point where there are no more trees, right? How big is that space where there... Well, I say space. I mean clearing. How, (laughs) how, How big is that area where there are no more trees? I'm thinking... If it's bigger than 20 square metres, that's a space. Anything less than that, that's a clearing in the woods. In the woods? Yeah, that's different. No, surely. You can't say there's different rules for the woods. Well, the thing oh. is, the thing I think of a clearing is exactly that. When you, I was struggling then. But when you mentioned woods, <laughs> you exit the woods, that's yeah. a clearing. No, but no, 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 not necessarily exiting the woods. You're still within the woods, it's a, it's a, but there's a, a gap place there's a, there's within, a within, the, within the woods. There just happens to be no trees yeah. in the woods in that area of the yeah. woods. A clearing could be... 20 metres squared is what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. But you're thinking in the house. If you're thinking about a clearing... In, in the, the house. house? I haven't got any clearing in my house. Well, there's clearing, I haven't got a forest like, in my house. I went, I went the woods. trudging in the fields. Are you talking about A clearing for me then was when it was just like... Open field. Fucking just good luck. <laughs> <laughs> like like well, now, we'll uh, edit that out. Carry on with your It was like so muddy. It was like just clammy and muddy all the way, and then all of a sudden it was just dry. And it wasn't necessarily tarmac, but it was dry, and it was easy to walk on. Is this our, like our uh, Dungeons and Dragons? Yeah, it was difficult to start with. Like, we were struggling. Seriously, it was all that's, wet that, and soggy. That, that's not like our DD sessions. It was horrible. <laughs> and all of a sudden, that was a It was like horrible. We were trapped by trees. So. Clearing for us is solid ground. Because we were trapped by trees because there was no clearing. Yeah. I think it was an a- I think for me, it's an area that's just it's easy to navigate. What is? That's the a clearing. clearing. The clearing. See, to me, that seems like quite a big space. And I've gone 20 square metres, which is reasonably small. Mm. I'm going to say for know. the record that um, me and Tom were not sure about the D&D um, lifestyle, the Dungeons and Dragons. But now I love it. I've, yeah, we're big fans. Yes! I've, I've got to say. Yes! Ashley really wanted to get us into it. and I am. I'm not going to lie, Dungeons and Dragons is pretty fun. Do you have an answer to this or shall I put the next one? No, you pull. I think. I mean, there is no answer. I've, I've, I've said twenty I've square meters, but you boys. Can you're you're saying clearing in the woods. I'm saying so twenty square meters. Clearing, but... Right, another one. Who is the last one from? Three, uh, three, three boys, three beers. Uh, this from Paul. Paul, obviously. Another one from. What sport would you be most? <laughs> what sport would be most improved by a mandatory amount of alcohol to be drunk? <laughs> I notice <laughs> that is incredible. I notice straight off the bat. Go on, darts. Yes, agreed. No, if you don't agree that darts is a sport, then you're a heathen. But absolutely, um, if you've ever seen um, the sketch, ah, oh, who is it? Um, Smith, uh, Griffiths Jones, and, and Mel, Mel Smith. Smith. Yeah, Smith and Smith and Jones. Jones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I couldn't remember if it's Smith and Jones. Um, 
but the the dart sketch that they do where they're just literally drinking taking pints. doubles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, absolutely, darts would be improved by a mandatory amount because, every, no, because everything that, else is just dangerous. No, in but, my opinion. But taking darts to a mandatory alcohol limit is just taking darts back to the nineties. Yeah. That's where darts came Perfect. from. Perfect. Yeah. Like, <laughs> but I feel Phil like Taylor was still a champion. I I want to see whatever the most coordinated fine motor movement sport is. Right. I'm calling it now squash. Yes. <laughs> God fucking loves his squash trunk. Brilliant. Imagine that. That's a great answer. Because the that ball goes so quickly. And you have to calculate the angles and turn and twist. Imagine that pissed up. Fuck, that would be hilarious. Yeah. That would be a ama- Or gymnastics. I'd love to see, <laughs> I'd love to see the um, 170 hurdles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just imagine them trying to judge when they jump. Yeah. I think that would be incredible. That would be incredible. Yeah. Or yeah. the javelin. Or something like that. I, just I people lobbing well. a fucking javelin as well, yeah. stick. Yeah, just yeah. trying to run and throw a stick. Trying to, trying to do two Drunk. things at once. Yeah. yeah. I'm trying to do one thing. So, yeah. I'm struggling. I'll tell you what else would be amazing. Curling. Trying oh, to do drunk oh, curling. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That would be difficult. I, I don't know how they do curling sober. Let alone <laughs> how they do it drunk. I mean, you know that but, all the drinks would be on ice. Yay! With... Two hours in, but I'm still joking, mate. You've still got well Right, yeah. you two drink your fucking beers, mate. Oh, yeah. I fucking... And then after, gonna... you, pick a, you pick a question. Yeah, I think it's Mark's time to pick a question. Mark's I'll, I'll pick oh, a question. Oh, you, you hold the hat and I'll pick, I'll I'll pick a question. This is a lovely bowler hat that's been provided it's by Ashley. a great bowler hat. Absolutely fantastic. Just drink your fucking beer. Oh, yeah, mate. Jesus Christ. Oh, God. He's getting punched really straight. Yeah. Three beers. Itching for the fucking unhuman, aren't I? I know, but the human is beautiful. It's lovely. It's a lovely beer for us. Okay, let's see if we've picked another one from Paul or Beer O'Clock Show. Uh, it's another one from Paul. Hey, good Paul. lad. Okay. Ah, now this is interesting because we have touched on this a little bit. If you had to make another podcast about a completely different subject, what would it be? Now, we have discussed the fact that we were going to make a Carvery podcast. Carvery, yeah. And that was, wow, that was... Look... Limited. I'm I'm calling it now because on at least three occasions people have asked us about the Carvery podcast because I think we have mentioned it before. Yep. Episode number 50, we're over half the way there. Episode number 50 is going to be a Carvery Club episode. We're going to go to a Carvery, we're going to drink whatever beers they've got available and it will be a Carvery slash beer podcast. Cool. So look ahead for that. Episode 50 Carvery Club is coming. Yep. That was obviously the idea we started with and then we turned to beer. If I was going to do a podcast, the thing I want to do is quite meta because I want to do a podcast about the podcasts I'm listening to. <laughs> so I want to wow. I want to I want to talk about the podcast that I've been listening to in the last week or the last month or however long, talk about those, review them, recommend so them. It's a podcast about yes. podcasts. The podcast podcast. It's the cool. podcast podcast. Yeah. It's meta. So I'd be talking about S Town, Serial, uh, Adam Buxton podcast. Um, 
obviously now there are some beer ones so yeah. like Beer O'Clock Show Sip and Forecast Rhythm and Brews uh, Us yeah uh, Atletico Mints Atletico Mints that. Yeah. Beers Without Frontiers you know all of those beer podcasts as well as the actual podcasts that I listen to not not Atletico Mints. Mints I was going to say yeah um, so yeah if I wasn't doing a beer podcast I think I'd be doing a podcast podcast talking about what podcast I'd be listening to see I think before we did this, I actually did um, probably about five or six episodes. Um, I don't even know where you can find these. I did a wrestling podcast um, just by myself, literally in my room. Um, I don't know. This I don't know. Tell me where we can find these. I, I honestly don't know where you can find them. I can't remember when we did it. Um, it was. You like, say we. You said you did it on your own. Yeah. Sorry. No. I can't remember where you can find it. It's 2012. I think it was that we did this. Uh, I did this. I keep saying we. <laughs> <laughs> it was literally just me. Um, yeah, I probably did five or six episodes of a red wrestling podcast. But I would love to do a wrestling podcast with somebody who was. Like, as in tune with me, maybe Jamie, who uh, is a big uh, you know, friend of mine and a big wrestling fan as well, uh, Mitchell, who's a big wrestling fan as well. Um, just a podcast on professional wrestling. I know there's there's an absolute stacked amount of yeah, wrestling well, podcasts. I, I don't know. I think there's a there. there's a clear crossover between beer beer podcasting and wrestling podcasting because a lot of the GIF responses that we get from Steve and Martin on the Beer O'Clock Show, a sort of wrestling based. Mostly Steve, I'm fine. Yeah, no, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, we get a mix of wrestling and Doctor Who yeah. GIFs in response yeah. from Ma- those guys. Martin is responsible for the Doctor Who. So I feel but... like there's a market for the WWE. No, there, there's, there's so many wrestling podcasts out there, and, you know, the, the market is pretty much saturated at this point. Um, and there's so many wrestlers and former wrestling pers- like Chris Jericho has his own wrestling podcast Stone Cold Steve Austin has got his own wrestling podcast Jim Ross has got his own wrestling and, podcast and I feel like those guys are slightly more respected than you exactly. in the wrestling world but you know there's there's more people like um, what culture I think might have their own podcast I can't remember as well but like other people outside of the wrestling business who yeah. have got their own podcast and the same way that we are kind of the naive beer podcast, maybe I could start the naive wrestling podcast as well. Um, but, yeah, that, but that would certainly be my number one. But you're you're not as naive in wrestling as you are in beer. No, because you've been res- you've been watching wrestling. I've, I've been wrestling yeah. for many years. No, you've been watching <laughs> wrestling for almost your whole life. Yeah, exactly. So, but I still don't know like the ins and outs of the wrestling. So why don't we let's crack. Unhuman. Yes. Then we'll ask Tom the what podcast would you be doing question. Sorry, Oh, I've got to finish the human first. Finish the human? Jesus Christ. I'm not going to lie to you, boy. I feel pissed. And we've got half, I will a, say, half a litre. I will say, if, if it's not been obvious by now, I am pretty pissed. How are I'm you looking talking? forward to how you finish I've been this right, actually. I'm feeling drunk, but not. But you still can't bad. pour a beer. Look at right. I'm going to take a picture yeah, of that. It's all right. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm taking a picture because Tom, oh, it's still... not that different to your head. Tom, Tom, it's have you ever been a literally barman? three times as much as my head? Tom, have you ever worked? Yeah, shit. Have you ever worked in a pub, Tom? No. This is. Well, I poured a beer at cricket club. 
Um, so, uh, so the, the question we're answering, yeah, sorry, Tom, Tom, is yeah. um, if you had to make another podcast about a completely different subject, what would it be? Yeah, quicker, wouldn't it? It okay. would be cricket, yeah. You would. Yeah, but Sorry, how, would, how would you tackle cricket? I tackle I tackle cricket from a personally. I tackle cricket from a local level. So we we probably talk about you know international stuff, but I I talk about from a local level. What are the issues at a local level? People. Well, I suppose are, the issues are people players. that are overpaid, average players that are paid. What's killing cricket clubs? Well, uh, things that I I talk about things that affect our local. Amateur clubs now, because yeah. so I I don't think that that's talked about enough. Yeah, yeah, and that's quite a thing that that's real, isn't it? I've said it's hard for my own club who, before I was there, paid a lot of players and end up nearly folding, and it wasn't for a couple of us would be folded by now. But that, that's so why... so for me it would be like it'd be yeah we're talking about the issues that local clubs face, um, how to overcome them, and in in sort of. And maybe some, you know, talking about good performances that happen in the country. But that's like, you know, talking about clubs that have nearly folded from a football mindset makes me think of Aston Villa. Mm. Because I don't know who's seen the latest on yep. Aston Villa. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. They are right up shit creek because, you know, they went balls to the wall for promotion, paid way over the odds for players, <laughs> mm-hmm. wages, and they're fucked. Yep. You know, if they'd have been promoted last season over Fulham, fine. Easy street, you get your payment from promotion. Yeah, but you know who you they paid over the, over the wage for? John Terry. John Terry, yeah. John Terry. Yeah, exactly. You know, it's absolutely unbelievable. And that's that's a club now that's gone from playoff final to they could... Liquid. They they yeah. could actually have a penalty, and, that, and that's the thing with like, points deduction. That's what I'm talking about with cricket. And like it's not that's not alien in cricket. Like you have yeah. top. I, I know it's club cricket. Like we're talking mm. about Premier League, ECB Premier League, but you talk about teams that are could be at the top a couple of years, and they'll be at the bottom because the money man just pulls out. Yeah, all the players leave. Yeah, absolutely. And then you're left with. With, well, you know, it's, average do, do you know what I find fascinating about cricket is that even in the kind of level that you're at at the moment is that you still get the overseas players you don't get that in football you don't get the overseas no semi pro no yeah, oh, yeah. Not, semi-pro. not even semi pro no, amateurs exactly yeah. yeah but in cricket you, you get that most like, teams we know like I know from my dad playing cricket for many years you had the overseas player it's like literally the overseas. Yeah, player. most teams will play this year will have an overseas. Yeah, abs- yeah. yeah have absolutely. A, an Aussie, that's, that's absolutely fascinating. Have an Aussie or Kiwi or the, some teams have um, Indian or Pakistani players yeah. uh, that will pl- come play for them and they'll be absolute guns. They'll be the best player on the side. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. We played a team last week or two weeks ago. Avery's an Aussie. We got 160 against us. Mark Harbour up there is. But I, I, got, I got him out, so it's okay. But... <laughs> On a positive for Mark Harborough, Mark Harborough Carnival, headline act, Timmy Mallet. Timmy Mallet! Timmy Mallet, the Harbour Carnival right. tomorrow, yeah. Mark Harborough Carnival and the. Let's cheers this bit. Cheers, let's, Timmy let's Timmy Cheers, Timmy Mallet. But, no, no, not Timmy Mallet. All right. So let's run through who we've cheersed on each of these bits. 
so we had future Tom on the cannibal. Yeah. We had Pete at Hops and Hoops. Yep. On the uh, the Neo. We had Mars Lambert from the Northeast Super Forecast on the Human. I'm saying unhuman. The the reason why we're doing a full count each has got to be beer o'clock show. So I'm saying Martin and Steve. So at MGP 007 and at beer o'clock show. MGOP. MGP 007. Can I add to that, Paul? Paul, yeah, 100%. Yeah, yeah. absolutely was a a big part of this. Yeah, so for us having an individual can each, shout out to all of you. Cheers, boys. Cheers, boys. Thank you. I'm not gonna lie, I'm feeling it. Yeah, I am absolutely feeling it. I feel I went into this, I think I felt it since Neo Hume. I went into this pretty cocky. Like, I listened to the Beer O'Clock show, Cannibal Run, and it got towards the end, and it was a bit drunk and a bit giddy, and I thought. We'll be fine. You know, four beers. Come on, boys. But you I'm know what? Fucked. I was confident that we were going to be under two oh hours. Oh, my God. We had two hours and 15, and we're I'm not going to be able to get 15. 15 minutes I out. I can't even remember what you were talking about before. Before we started drinking this beer. <laughs> See, let's, let's do another question from the hat. No, 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 no. You know what we're going to do? Don't you just help my hat for a drop, drop, uncomfortably long time. Drop the cap. Okay. Drop the hat. We are going to um, just have a sip of this, talk about it. Agreed. And then I'm going to talk about some more questions from Let's the uh, from the general public. Should we cheers again? Yeah, cheers again. Cheers. Cheers, boys. I feel like that's... It's almost closer to the it's very original close. cannonball. It is, isn't it? I, I'd agree. I'd agree with that. See, it's, it's that kind of same kind of level of... For me, it's almost the same level of alcoholic yeah. hit. Um, it's got a lovely level of bitterness, hopeless. Um, and it, actually, uh, all I'd say from the Cannonball, it's just that little bit more juicy. Yeah. It's that little bit more... It's got, it's got a bit more about it. I would love to do... And I sort of wish we'd done it. I would love to do a blind tasting of Cannonball... Human Cannibal, Unhuman Cannibal. Because we've literally gone from IPA, double IPA, triple IPA. I'd love to do a blind tasting. Because I think if I just had them blind, I don't know if I personally, as a complete beer noob, would know. I I don't know. For me, no. I think I'll put this closer to the Cannibal. Yeah, right. no, I was going to say, I don't think I could differentiate from the original Cannibal to this. But, holy fuck. <laughs> I feel like it's, it's a step up, isn't it? Does this taste anything like 11%? Uh, I really don't think it's... It's got the haziness. Like, the opaqueness, as you said, it's not... It looks a fucking good beard, isn't it? Yeah, it you, you can't say... You can't say that's clear at all. But in terms of linked yeah, to the I think human I, uh, and the human I think I agree. I think it's, it, it tastes a level in 10%, isn't it? I think it does. Yeah, I, I think it. it's probably the first of the four that drinks where it is. You know what it's got? It's or got close the, to where it is. It's yeah. got the flavour of the original Cannibal and it's got the thickness of the Neo uh, Neo Human Cannibal. I think that's what builds it up to that 11%. I 
I think the human cannibal somewhere along the lines becoming an anomaly in terms of how thick it is and how drinkable it is. Oh, exactly right. Um, I think I think it's got yeah. the it, for me it's got the the thickness, it's got the flavour. Well, it's almost it's almost got the flavour of the neo. Like not not exactly, but it's got that it's got a real juiciness for me. Um, it's got that alcoholic hit. Like it for me, it, it does feel like it. It's it's a strong beer. It does feel yeah. strong beer. It's a strong beer. It it's does feel strong, strong beer. Yeah. but it's got that juiciness. It's got that hoppiness. Like, is there anything? Again, it's, it's, oh. it's actually quite a nice tasting beer. Yeah. But like, I'm not saying eleven percent shouldn't taste nice, but we've had eleven cents before that are not. But, but again, it's, it's not. It's not like you struggled to get through this. No, the it. It's one of those where you you taste it first, and then you realise how strong it is. The strength comes in the aftertaste, not the taste. You you taste it, and you think sort of hoppy and a bit bitter, and then you get oh, there's the booze. There it is. Yeah, yeah. So I, I think it, it's quite sort of deceptive. Do you know what? In a way, as you say that. I had a drink, had a gulp of it, and I got all the booziness at the back. Yeah, because in the... It's funny that, cause I got all the, the booziness at the back. I was, I was sort of listening to you, and as I sort of took it all in, you got that hoppy bitterness, and then as you take it all down, you get that that boozy kind of... Well, I'm glad to hear... This is fucking strong! Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad of... to hear that you were sort of listening to me. <laughs> <laughs> But that's okay. I just think it's you know it's it's one of those that yeah it just if you I I don't know if you could program your brain to only factor in the early stages of sensory input, but if you could only take the early tastes, you'd think fuck me that's a that's quite a light but hoppy bit, but that second half of it is just boozy waves of fuck me I think if if we'd have had this first this would have been a totally different experience to have this last is like a it's like an after dinner brandy you get a bit of of flavour and then just booze from midway on and Mark's making a periscope out of the cans no 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 right this is interesting right so the yeast of this uh, unhuman cannibal uh, is exactly the same as the human cannibal. So this is exactly the same yeast that's been used. But can you guess like the hops that have been used in this? The same hops? Chinook. No. Chinook. There's, there's uh, no Chinook in this. Oh, I just hope that there was Chinook. No. For Tom's it's, sake. Um, it's the Syro Hops. Sorry. Um, the, uh, I just want to point out, for, for the recording's sake, Mark mm. is reading that can with one eye. Yeah. He's yeah, closed yeah. one eye. Yeah. He's at that point this, where he's had to close is, one eye. Are you having to read with two eyes? And I also want to point out, when he says Syro, he means cryo. 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 Yeah. And <laughs> he says Cryo. Fuck cryo. Cryo. Right, cryo. Okay. Sorry. Let's just point out, Mark's saying Syro and Tom's saying Cairo. The it word is, is cryo. Cryo. It is cryo. <laughs> it is the cryo hops TM Amarillo. 
CTZ, uh, Mosaic and Simcoe, T90 Amarillo, CTZ and Simcoe. So that's the that's the different hops that are being used. I mean, in, you've in, read um, that yeah. as, if, as if that means anything to anyone. Yeah, yeah, it's like if we were going to go. Oh right, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah I taste the T ninety and Simcoe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Then they all go. Okay. Like, it could be. That's the hops, Simcoe. right? But the, the the yeast is exactly the same yeast that is used in the human cannibal. But that's the thing, rather like, than the neo. So, so the point the point we're making between the neo and the human is that there's a link. You know, mm-hmm. the, the, the hops between the neo and the human were exactly the same. So mm-hmm. to say that the malts between the human and the, and the unhuman are the same, yeah. that to me makes this whole thing justifiable. Because you could easily, you could make four totally different beers, but have them from Cannonball to, you know, have Cannonball in all of the names of them, but have four different beers, and then market them as... This is a series. But to say from this one to this one, the hops are the same. And to this one to this one, the malts are the same. That, to me, makes it a series. And to then have those common features, but differences, is what makes it a series. Because any brewer could say, oh, well, fuck it, our core range is a series. All the hops are different, all the malts are different, the process is different, we're just going to name them the same, and that makes them a series. Hmm. But here, they've said, well, from here to here, hops are the same, from here to here, malts are the same, from here to here, process is the same, whatever. That's what makes it a series. And this is why we're doing the cannonball run, and not just the insert name of brewery here run. You know, because you could take any brewery's core range and say, well, fuck it, we'll do their their IPA, their Dipper, their Tripper, their any IPA. But the fact is, their IPA and any IPA might be totally different. Completely different hops, completely different malts, different result. Their IPA and Dipper, different hops, different result, whatever. But here, you can almost trace a link from beer to beer to say, well, there's at least one, two, three similarities from this beer to that beer to that beer to that beer. And that, to me, is what makes this a series. That, to me, is what makes this an event, you know, an annual cannibal event rather than just, oh, fuck it, we only brew this beer once a year. And I think think Ash has nailed that. Yeah, I think Ashley's I think absolutely nailed that. Nailed that. Let's do no, it. No, let's do have... and ask us anything. I think we should do some AMAs. Let's do yeah, some, let's, let's do some AMAs. Let's... Rapid fire. Rapid fire AMAs. Rapid fire. Let's ask go. One answer AMAs. Here Tom, pick one out. Uh, this oh. is from uh, Paul. Oh, is it? Kill surprise. If you won twenty-five million pounds tomorrow, would you leave your job straight away? Is question one. How would you give your notice and how would you spend your first five million? You okay, uh, I would leave my job, sorry. Yeah, yeah. I give my notice by um, just giving everyone a grand and just going, thanks for everything. And then off I go. And then how would I spend my first, was it first five grand? Five million. Five million? Yep. First five million, I'll fucking buy a brewery. 
Would you really? Yeah. Wow. Which I know, brewery yeah, well, would you buy? I'd buy a brewery slash. Would you, would you uh, set up your own brewery oh, or actually, buy an existing brewery? You could put, no, I'd probably set up my own brewery and a uh, you know, tap room. Yeah. If you can in, in, with that amount of money, I don't know. but I, I'm sure you can. I'd, yeah, that's right. what I'd do. Okay. Okay. That's a good answer. Yep. So, would I leave my job straight away? Yes. Mm-hmm. 25 million. How would I how would I give my notice? I think I'd give my notice quite reserved. I don't think I'd make it about the fact that I I wouldn't walk in and say I want a shitload of money, see you later. I think I'd just say, okay. The people on my team, so my manager and the people on my team, I'd say, here's an amount of money, maybe 10, 20 grand. You know, do what you need to do, whatever. How would I spend my first five million? Me and my wife and our close circle of friends, I would say, here's whatever you need to pay off your mortgage or to put down for a house or whatever. So us and our, you know, 10, 15 closest to say, you're sorted, the house is yours, whatever money you earn doesn't need to go towards that house. Just... It is better than yours. That's why, I waited. <laughs> That's why I waited until after yours. We, you know, we pay off our friends' mortgages, and then whatever's left, it's fucking holidays, isn't it? Oh, yes, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Over the world. But that first, that first five million would be the people that have been with us through it all. Yeah. Here's whatever you need to just pay yeah. off that mortgage. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. that between six and a grand, six hundred and grand a month, whatever. You know, how much of anyone's mortgage is, here's enough to pay that shit off and then just enjoy your fucking salary. Nice. Yep. That would be our first five million if we had 25. Mark? Um, if I won 25 million pounds tomorrow, would I leave my job? Absolutely. Um, I believe, I don't know if it's still the current rate, but I think you only need nine million to be able to live off the interest in, ter- in terms, terms of that. Um, how would you give your notice? I would have a trumpet fanfare. <laughs> yeah, as I walk out of the office, I would have a hired trumpet fanfare. Yeah, with the uh, above head clapping. Not from the trumpets, obviously, because they've got to play the trumpets. But I, yeah, I would have some sort of fanfare. I think lead me out if I'd immediately won twenty five million. How would I spend my first five million? I'd have a recording studio. Absolutely would build a shed with the best recording material that I could find to have a recording studio. That's it. I don't think I'd stop working if I had 25 million. Um, I think I would just have this studio built and then just work off that, basically. So yeah, fair not, not necessarily be a producer, just be able to man the studio and work work from that I, I look forward to recording my first album in that Mid-studio. in that studio uh, right we're moving on right we're rapid right. fire right Tom Tom Tom's you, you go with your question right from where uh, from Paul shop if all the Marvel superheroes did a Royal Rumble wrestling type event who would be the be the uh, be the last one standing uh, this is one of those questions that I saw and just, I, I thought about it for a really long time because all of the, all of the Marvel superheroes have got their own 
strengths. But I think if we're talking about a strict, strict Royal Rumble type setup, to be eliminated, you have to go over the top rope. You mm-hmm. do? Yep. So who's the hardest to go over the top rope? The Incredible Hulk. Oh, fuck sure. Hulk. Right? I don't know. But all of the other... So, okay. This, okay, we're going to get in a bit niche here. In previous Royal Rumbles, the hardest to get over the ropes has not been the winner. So yep. people like Kane, you would objectively say he's the hardest to go because he's a fucking unit. But people have teamed up on him to get him over the ropes. But so people would team up on the Hulk to get him over. Weaker heroes like Flash, Hawkeye, Black Widow would all say, we've got a better chance if we get the Hulk out. And so they'd start to fucking lifting out all together. But the Royal Rumble over the last five years has been all about a gentleman called Kofi Kingston who has this unique way of saving himself in the Royal Rumble. He hasn't won a Royal Rumble, but of that, he he does get eliminated eventually, but he always has this unique way of being able to stay in the Royal Rumble. And that's where I think Deadpool would be a big shout in terms of being able to win a Royal Rumble. He will find a way to stay in the Royal Rumble, no matter if it looked like he was going to be eliminated. He would be the one that I would think he's got a way of surviving in But this. if you're... It, so, so there are two parts to the statement you've just mm. made. The second one was, therefore... Deadpool would be good. The first one was this guy's never won one. Yeah, absolutely. And that's Co- the sort of Kofi finds a way. Kofi finds a way to survive in a Royal Rumble, but he does get yeah. eventually he, eliminated. He finds a way to survive longer than you'd expect. Yeah, but not win. But I think Deadpool could probably find a way. No, but survive. I think those those kind of regenerative. So Deadpool and Wolverine, those regenerative. I still Health. think they could find a way to beat they Juggernaut. Would, no, they would find a way to survive longer than you expect. I do, think do you Spider think they Man. wouldn't overcome? Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Spider- but it depends what you... T- like, if we're talking about... Because would zip around that fucking... That's the thing. If we're talking about a strict Royal Rumble of your two feet have to hit the floor after going yep. over the ropes, yep. then people like Spider-Man and Iron Man and Thor who can just fly inexplicably have an advantage but I think if we're talking about raw strength of getting people out then I I think Hulk all the way yeah yeah yeah, Hulk Uh, just getting people over the number of Hulk Hulk is too stupid in a way to but in a in a fight situation of just I need to not go over the ropes Hulk smash mm. will overpower. So let's just go around quickly. Answer to that last question. Mine's Hulk. Deadpool. I'm still going with Deadpool. Tom. Sp- Spider-Man. Spider-Man. <laughs> Was that Spider-Man? Sorry. Right. Yeah. Uh, this is from Beer O'Clock Show. Uh, what's your favourite cheese 
and why? <laughs> Call me old fashioned. I just love a good cheddar. Brie. I'm not gonna. I'm not Brie. gonna. I'm not gonna lie. I just love a good cheddar. Brie, because you can melt it. You can do. You I can don't like brie. Slab of brie. Yeah. And I love like it. Brie. You can. Mm. You can take a slab of brie and melt it. It can be gorgeous. You, you just can't go wrong with it. Not. Not a big can't fan of brie. brie. I'll be honest. Brie was in my top five. Mm. Cheddar was also in my top five, mm. but they both get beaten out because I top two for me are going to be camembert. Yeah, because you melt a camembert with garlic and rosemary, yeah, yeah, yeah. dip some bread into that shit. Jesus Christ! But I think number one is going to be halloumi. Oh yes, because think you know grilled halloumi on its own is incredible, but things like halloumi. Fries are just amazing. So to have a cheese that doesn't melt is amazing. With that salty, rubbery, rubbery. halloumi yeah. is just halloumi does immense. It, halloumi does not do anything. Love halloumi. To be honest, right. What's the next one? A U A. Right. So right. Let's say so two. Should we two more? Yeah, two, two more. So, so this will uh, be. Where's the hat? We don't want to go on forever. Uh, it's, it's down here, but I'll do this one and then we'll pick the last one. So. Um, this is from Jamie. This is going to be an interesting one. If you could only listen to one band slash artist great. for the rest of your life, who would it be? Now, I might know my answer. Straight, straight in. It's so, a great question. Tom? I'm straight in. Ben Howard. For the rest of your life? For the rest of my life. Ben Howard has got first album, big up tunes. Like, he can get you up positive, brilliant. Second album can make you think, can make you talk, can make you just ah oh, beautiful album, just so good. And then his third album, only saw it a couple of times, uh, but it's a beautiful album. But the, you know, one of the main reasons that, that Ashley, <laughs> <laughs> one of the main reasons. Not, no, Ashley, this, sorry, this, this isn't the main reason that I want to <laughs> listen to Ben Howard all day. But I, I just feel like Ben Howard, or or rather Ashley. Has a remarkable resemblance <laughs> to Ben Howard. Holy love. Holy love. Holy love. Actually, what would be the one band that you well, Ben Howard is just he, depression or exhilaration. Ben Howard's there for you. So that, that's mine. Actually, the one band. I found this really difficult. Of all the questions we had, I found this the most difficult because. From the ages of 16 to 22, <laughs> Maximo Park defined my life. But from the ages of zero to now, <laughs> I feel like Queen are just the greatest band of all time. <laughs> so it's a case of, do I prefer what I determined to be the ob- objective greatest of all time or the one that personally defined me for a six or seven year period. So if you're stuck on a desert island and you know that that's going to be what you listen to for the rest of your life... I just... I, personally, I feel like the lyrics of Paul Smith spoke to me. As a 16-year-old as a when the first album came out... As an 18-year-old when the second album came out, I, I just feel like Maximo Park 
is me because you know those those anthemic tunes like books from boxes and uh apply some pressure they're just incredible but songs like uh uh postcard of a painting you know are just beautiful and russian literature there were songs that defined that period from 16 years old to 20 year old they were just defining for me from my formative years so I think it has to be Maximum Park for me. Okay. Were you Mark? Um, I mean, I know Paul said that I was going to give a hipster answer to I this. I think we all expect you to give a hipster answer yep. to this. And 100% I'm going to give a hipster answer to this is Radiohead. Absolutely, 100%. From the beginnings of Pablo Honey to the most recent album, A Moonshade Pool, it's going to be Radiohead. Absolutely, a wide variety of unbelievable songs that we're going to get from Radiohead from OK Computer, which is the greatest album of all time, in my opinion. Um, to be able to listen to stuff like Paranoid Android and Let Down and Lucky, and no surprises to the more recent efforts to in, to In Rainbows with Body Snatchers and Fifteen Step to King of Limbs with Bloom. To Moonshape Pool with True Love Waits and uh, Burn the Witch. Radiohead, to me, can cover every single genre with their incredible wide variety that they've had. Including, if you're including non-album stuff, if you're including the EPs, then you've got Pop Is Dead from the very, very early early days. Um and you know the Benz still has so many pop songs like Just and the Benz itself and My My Iron Lung. To me, Radiohead covers every single part that you could have, and yeah, to me, Radiohead is absolutely the one. Three. It, it may seem like a hipster answer, but to me, that is the absolute one that I could listen to. For the rest of my life. And I love Muse, but I think in terms of overall discography, it will have to be Absolutely. No, no, don't get me wrong. You know, Muse, Feeder, Red Hot Chili Peppers, mm. all of those, I'd be happy listening to for whatever. But I just feel like Maximo Park speaks to me. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. I feel like we've gone on for a huge amount of time. We have. So, um, should we wrap up? No, well, we've still got to uh, kind of give our final thoughts on the unhuman cannibal. I feel like it's, it, I mean, it's clearly a boozier version of the cannibal. I feel like we should be comparing this to the cannibal. I think I'd rather have the cannibal to this. Because yeah. I think that the cannibal gives all of that hoppy notes without the booziness. I think the the unhuman has a huge level of booziness, maybe bordering on too much. We've gone on for a huge amount of time. <laughs> and we're sort of almost at the point that Bureau Clock Show rat where we're kind of pissed and waffling. But I just I like it, but I'm not getting through it at the speed that I would like to because Absolutely. It's yeah. 
It just isn't the cannonball. Yeah, no, I would agree with that. Um, I think we're very much waffling at this point. I think the questions will probably uh, showcase that at this point. Um, It's so strong and... I think I'm sort of struggling to get through it at this point. I would love Maybe to Maybe that's because it was last. Would, if, if we had this standalone, would it be any different? Uh, I Well, I would love to know what the point was in this. Well, I mean, what, because they've it, gone was from... It to draw, was it to make an 11 plus percent beer? Or was it with a purpose? Well, like, well I, bear in mind that they've gone from... The single IPA in Cannonball to the double IPA in Human Cannonball to the triple IPA. I, to me, I feel like they nailed it at the Human, the mm. double. That, to me, I feel like the Human was my favourite. I, the... I, I feel like they've nailed it there because they've gone back to the double the, IPA the with Neo, the New England. The, the Neo was... Great, and I feel like the Neo was juicy and fruity and all that kind of shit. But I feel like the Human was just a classic dipper. You know, it was it was hoppy and it was boozy and it was thick and it was alcoholic, and that was spot on. I feel like the to me the Unhuman was just taking it a step too far. Yeah. So I, I feel like. I feel like the unhuman was kind of boozy for the sake of being boozy, whereas the the human and the neo human were boozy as a side effect. So I'm kind of almost chewing my way through. Kind of with you, like I just had the last few sort of sips, and it does feel like a bit of a chill. I mean, clearly we're well, all, I don't know we're that's all because you know, like because we're pissed up and. You know, we if we had this on a better day, would we see it differently? But I don't know. I just feel like it's quite thick. It's quite alcoholic. It's almost. It does give me that. S- if uh, all sickly I'm... sweetness and yeah, like what, almost what like oh, this, is, this is almost too. It, it like all the others before. We find that this one. I've thought before, like it's kind of too much. But then again, you you do think about well, that I have had. Excellent before that. No, I see. Um, for me, all I think is if if Unhuman Cannibal was my first beer of the night, and that's the way I've tried to think of it throughout, is that if each of these beers was my first beer of the night, how would I feel? And for the first three, I'd be fine with it. You know, if the Cannibal, the Human, and the Neo Human, if they were my first beer of the night, I'd be okay. Yeah. If the Unhuman was my first first beer of the night I think I'd be questioning it Hmm. I think if that was my first beer of the night I'd say it's good but I need something lighter for all of the other three if that was my first beer of the night I'd say fine let's carry on good beer really enjoyed it let's crack on 100% if the unhuman was my first First of the night, I'd almost be questioning, do I need to go home mm. now? And would, would that take away from the experience that we've had with the cannonball and the human cannonball? I think it... I really think it would. I think this is the... So the first three, we've kind of got through, chatted about questions and 
AMAs and whatever. Yeah. And there's actually a question that we didn't get to. The unhuman is the one where I've like slowed down visibly, physically, just stopped. Yeah. I'm at the point now where I feel like the Bear Clock Show was. I'm sort of slow. Yeah. Everything is slow sort of slowed just... down and yeah. And it feels sort of unnecessarily yeah. slow. It's almost to the point of we need another beer for the cannibal run. Because yeah. three's not enough, but four's right. And to me the the human, the cannibal and the neo human would be enough of a run. Adding the unhuman to it feels like it'd be an extra step. Be interesting to see because obviously last year they didn't have the neo human. It'd be interesting to see how we would do it with just the three, with the cannibal, the human, and the unhuman. No, I, I, I feel like I'd be in the same position because I feel like the unhuman is so strong compared to without, the others. With, without that extra nine percent, you feel like you'd be in the same position that you are now. Yeah, I, I genuinely think I would because I feel like with the the human, the cannibal, and the neo, I'd feel mentally okay. Because I would, in terms of the sensory input I would have, I would say, well, the cannonball feels lighter than it is. The neo feels lighter than it is. The human feels about what it is. Mm. It's the it's the unhuman that kind of gives that booziness. Yeah. It's that extra, yeah. So to finish with the unhuman is almost like a boozy hit it's almost like a nightcap at the end to say bang there's the booze right at the end so well none of us have finished the unhuman to take the to yeah. take the three without the unhuman would it's, almost be it's a big bit it's a big bit huge but huge. To, to compare it to the beer that it's the same as say that the unhuman is the same as a human to me is no. Unbelievable. No. no. No, not at all. Because the human was drinkable and it was, you know, we were getting it down. And within about 10 or 15 minutes, we, all three of us had that beer down. But, you know, we're sat here now, 20 plus minutes yeah. with the with the unhuman. Well, can I, you, I, I felt like the unhuman was more, felt more, more alcoholic. Mm. Yeah, I'd love to see the effect of unhuman being earlier in the order. In the run. Because if the unhuman had been earlier, we'd have been fucked. We would have been fucked. Let's do one final question before we finish. Um, This is from your wife, actually, from Chloe. Hello. Wow. Hello. Um, So I'm going to ask you first, Ashley. Uh, what's your favourite season to drink beer in? What is your favourite season to drink beer in? To me, it's got to be summer because I think summer is the season of hoppy pale ales. You know, winter and autumn are the season of bitters and stouts and porters and all those kind of things. Summer is just citron hop, 
parallels all day long. Let's go, boys. So, to me, summer has got to be the, the season for beers. Tom? Summer. Got to be, hasn't it? For the exact reason. I think, I think it's just beer gardens, summery beers, hoppy beers. Yeah. Light, hoppy beers. It's perfect for, the, for that. And I think... I much prefer, you know, I'm a outside person with being, you know, cricketers, outside people. But there's nothing better than either watching a cricket game or a sport with a good hobby pail in your hand or whatever it is. Or when I've come off the field, after a long, hard day in the field, which is quite regular at the moment. A long, hard day off the field with a good IPA or a good bitter or a good hobby pair on your hand. I don't, I don't think it's any better than sitting in there, in there with some. Fair. Uh, to be honest, to be honest, I think winter is my favourite season. Wow, interesting. Because I'm a big fan of stouts and porters. I love those darker beers. I love those more wintry beers that you get. Um, no doubt I, I love the beers that we've had tonight and I think a couple of them the Cannonball and probably the Neo Cannonball I would say are big summer beers that you could really enjoy and uh, get through a fair amount of but for me the winter with the stouts the Egyptian creams and uh, all all those sorts of stouts that you have for me, are the uh, are the particular favourites. And that about wraps up for this episode of Men Behaving Badly. I'd like to thank Ashley. <laughs> this is the most pissed I've been, but thank you. Yep, absolutely. And uh, Tom. Cheers, everyone. Uh, we are going to fucking suffer in the morning. And uh, cheers, boys. Cheers. 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 I fucking love everyone that listens to this. Um, Fair play to them. <laughs>